And welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming. I'm your host, 30 and Still Gaming, and joining me each and every single week is Sarge McCluskey. What's going on, Sarge? Uh, a lot going on, isn't it? We yes and no. Hurricanes and lawsuits and yeah, yeah, all kinds of stuff happening this week. It'll be interesting. Uh, those of you that don't know what Generation X Gaming is, it's a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. Uh, this is episode 143, live on Mixer, every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern. You can watch us. On past broadcasts on YouTube, uh, I still haven't even posted the last like three weeks. But if you want to catch us live, you catch us live on Thursdays at 8 p.m. And if you want to watch or listen to the podcast, you can listen to it tomorrow. It usually goes up by noon uh, on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, all the major places for uh, for audio podcast. So if you guys do listen to the audio podcast uh, or listen to this. Go to the audio podcast on Spotify, on iTunes, on Google Play. Leave a review if you like it or not. I don't know why you would, if you didn't like it, why you would be here and then leave a review. Anyway, you know what I'm talking about. Just go leave a review. On this, on this week's show, on episode 143, um, we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about our experience last week. We played Battlefield 5 beta, right? We're going to, we're going to talk about that. We're going to be talking about uh, Destiny. We've been playing, I've been playing for about a week now, or a little over a week. Um, I've watched the good and the bad. We're going to talk about the good and the bad. I feel like it's I feel like it's 2014 all over again. Fantastic. Um, we're going to talk about uh, uh, Call of Duty. We're going to talk about Call of Duty. We're going to talk about comic book and movies and and stuff like that. We're going to talk about the Apple phones, uh, and we're also going to talk about a little bit of Red Dead and Fallout 76. I do have your stories, Dupless. I just have to find them. Uh, of the information that we have. Uh, we didn't go over any of this information before. This is how professional we are. We haven't gone over anything before the show uh, because my life gets in the way, and I just go live, and I'm like, all right, Sarge, you ready to do a podcast? Let's do it. So that's what we're doing. So. I am taking this seriously, just I'm not getting paid. Right, me too. Right, me too. So let's start off. I'm going to start off with with Destiny. Let's just get it out of the way, right? Lots to talk about Destiny. I'm going to talk about my experience that I've had so far in the week and a half. I'm going to talk about the the drama that's going on with this world's first raid. You know, for, uh, you know, tomorrow. Tomorrow the raid <laughs> drops and people are losing their shit because of things that are happening in the game and glitches are happening. And let's get to it. So I'm enjoying myself completely through through Destiny Two right now. Uh, the Forsaken update. Is, is fantastic. Uh, I don't have to go really in depth like I did last week. Lots of good things are happening, right? There's there's new missions that pop up. There's new bounties that, that, that happen. There's new roles. I got these two good, awesome roles today, right? Let me let me bring it up real fast. Uh, let's see where it is. Open up my, my destiny. Okay, so my, my hunter, right before I got off, I picked up this uh, this weapon. 
It's called the Bygones, right? It's a pulse rifle, and it's got the adapt adaptive frame, okay? It's got small bore, got high-caliber rounds, got high-impact reserves. It's got head seeker, okay? This thing is this thing's a vicious, vicious. This is a this is a PvP. Sounds like a, I was gonna say it sounds like a PvP weapon. This is a PvP nightmare for somebody in the right in the right in in the right hands, right? So brain brain was telling me a little bit before the I got off uh, today. He's like he's like that sounds like the Norwin's Mercy that you used to run in uh, in D one, and I love the Norwin's Mercy, right? People would be running Vex Mythic class and Mita multi tool, and I'm destroying people with. The Nerwin's Mercy, which no one, I mean, small amount of people used, but nobody's using it. It wasn't the meta. No one even knew what the hell it was. Um, so that's one of the guns I got, right? And then the other gun I got is a scout rifle called Distance Relations, okay? And this one's got... Is it, is it, is it auto-fire or do you have to keep pulling the trigger? No, see, this is, this is what I'm looking for. If I can get this gun, but auto-fire, be amazing. But... Um, it's got precision frame, okay? It's got small bore, got flare magwell, got zen moment, and explosive payload. This thing, when I shoot it and it hits people, it kicks like a fucking mule. It's just like, it's like bah, 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 bah. and it, when, it, when you hit it, it stuns the guys, and it, it, it's awesome. Now, I have two, two uh, mods that I want to use. I think I'm going to use them on both of these weapons. I think I'm going to use the scout rifle as... Do more damage against bosses. Okay, I think I'm gonna use the scout rifle to do more damage against bosses, and then I'm gonna use. But do you know? But do you know the increase? The ten percent, five percent. I don't Does it tell you. I, I don't know the increase. All right, and then the other one, the other mod I have to put on the pulse rifle, I'm thinking about putting against uh, stronger enemies, right? Because the the ads, I'm gonna use the pulse rifle, blah 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 blah. You know, get them all, just just get them out of there. Right, then switch to my scout and just start doing massive damage from afar to the boss. I think I think that's the best way to go. But I have yet to commit. I haven't yet commit to put any of these things on my guns yet because I'm still only five twenty two, five twenty three, right? And if the road is up to like six hundred, which I probably won't ever hit, to be honest with you, I, I probably won't ever hit six hundred. Um, I'll probably get to like well, if you, if you play like you've been playing, you're gonna hit six hundred. No, I've never I've never hit max cap. Anywhere yes, you have. No, I listen to me. I've never hit max cap except for every time there was an expansion coming out, they would release something to let you get something, and then I would grind up, and then I would hit, like, the max cap of, like, 300, and then the content comes out, like, two weeks later, and then the new max is, like, 400, right? But for the 363 days of the year, I never hit max cap, right? I just never did because it was, the, it was always the raids, the raids, the raids, the raids, the raids. So... I see myself at like 580, 590, right? That last 10 is pretty hard to do. So I'm not going to start looking for guns that I want to use until around 570. Once I run around 570, that's when I'm going to start taking the guns that I want and start leveling them up to start building out good loadouts. You know what I'm saying? Do you feel well, like well I, I, listen, you, you, the whole point of the game is to try out the stuff as you're playing it. I don't know why you would hoard stuff until the end and then get it again. If you know, no, if, you know you're not, if you know you're not going to reach the end cap before the next DLC comes out, you might as well enjoy it and put the, put the stuff on the guns you want to play. No, I am. But what <clears> I'm saying <throat> is it's really expensive to infuse, 
really expensive. And to what do, by, what do you mean by really expensive? Really expensive, meaning to level up my right now, if I wanted to, let's say, let's say my what is this one called again? The distance relations is at 524. Okay. Let's say it's uh, it's a month, two months down the road. I found a <coughs> 560 weapon, 570 weapon that I'm not a big fan of, but I want to put it into this distant relation. Okay. It's going to cost me like four master work cores. Okay. That's just to fuse it. Plus 25,000 glimmer, plus uh, whatever, like 70, well, it's like a thousand materials, whatever, whatever it is, the higher the gap, okay, the bigger the price. So you have to constantly level it up slowly and slowly and slowly and slowly. But you're yeah. st you're still wasting more doing that than if you did the one big chunk, right? So if I ha if I have it at five twenty four, and then I'm like, oh, I'll five thirty, and then I, oh, I'm gonna raise it to five forty, and then I'm gonna raise it. I'm wasting three master cores every time I'm doing that all the way up to the the level cap that I'm yeah, gonna get I, to. I really don't see it being a big deal. I see people buying that. You could buy master cores. Yes, the price doubles each time, but you buy like three or four of that you one buy, day. That's what I'm doing. I'm buying three, three and then each time. and then you buy another three or four the next day. If you've been grinding, technically you can get twenty one a week. You can get more, but twenty one. You, know, you have to. You have to. Just like you have errands to run in real life, you have errands to run in Destiny. You have to pick a day where I'm gonna run around Titan, pick up all the materials. Then I'm gonna run a, run a day in the first zone of EDZ, and I know where all the treasures are gonna appear, and where all the minerals are gonna appear, because I've, I've learned the first area. Now they have them. ghosts. Now they have ghosts. Right? right. So now I I just do that, and then eventually, you would find out where the ghost spawns are, well, and it's, it's the same thing. It's it's not like well, it's not even the mater the materials are not the hard part. It's the legendary shards and the motes of light, or I'm sorry, the master core works, right? The master Leg cores, legendary shards you get from breaking down legendary weapons. Correct, and then the master, right. the master cores are the hardest things to get. And you can, but but do you not get do you not get legendary uh, shards from legendary weapons that you buy? Uh, you can, yeah, you can, you can, you can actually get them out of your collections. It costs material, legendary shards, and whatever. But that's the same. You're you're putting them in to get them out. So you have to go through stuff. That's why you're getting the legendary gear for like lower level stuff. You're not really going up a level. Right. You're just getting that stuff for infusion fodder to to break down for pieces right it's a it's a good grind it's a good grind i'm not complaining about the grind at all the grind is fantastic i love the grind i love the way that you can that when i'm playing now i'm like all right i have a scout rifle i have an, a, a pulse rifle now i'm gonna put put guns or put mods and put gear that i'm wearing for certain loadouts that's what i love like i know if i'm running a scout then i want to put this set of gear on if i'm running this i want to put this set of gear on but so, that's how it always should have been. Right, I get it. Right. And right now, what's really, what's really, I like it, but I haven't done it yet. You need all the gear, Vanguard gear, and do a Vanguard strike with all the Vanguard gear this season, okay? And then you get a power gear, right? You get a power gear drop. Now, to do this, you have to do just regular strikes and stuff to get the, the tokens, then submit them in, and then randomly get that, that gear. So you're doing the stuff to grind for stuff, to use that stuff to earn something at the end, right? Which is beautiful. It's called reasons. It's beautiful. And listen, I, the the one that the one that actually had me uh, happy that I, you could actually do it again is the fact that, like, if I wanted to spec out my Titan and do uh, heavy weapons, I just wanted the heavy weapons, right? Then if I spec out where I find more, I I can hold more heavy, I can find more heavy, 
and then I put on the rocket launch that I find that has like three shots instead of just the one shot with a quick reload. Right. And I and I could be heavy titan again if I wanted to. Right. I like I like that. Like I did that for the in Destiny One. I I found the armor combination with the gun combination perk that let me. I was I actually had like four shots in a, in a rocket launcher, which was unheard of. And then I would have uh, extra ammo and find more heavy. Right. So. I could just do whatever I want. I I like I like the idea that you're allowing me to play the way I want to play, as opposed to you have to play the way Bungie wants you to play. So like that's a good thing. So Duplis is bringing up a point, right? So the masterwork core. If I get if I want to make my gun a masterwork gun, but what's the but what's the what's the what's the what's the actual benefit plus ten of making of making it a masterwork weapon plus ten? It's a random roll on it. So let's say I have a hand cannon, and it's really slow at reloading, but the master core on it, the masterworks on it, is reloading faster, and I can make it ten ten percent faster or whatever it is if I put the put the time into it. You know what I mean? Now okay. it costs you. I don't even know mathematically what it is for for the glimmer and the materials and, and the legendary shards, but I do know it costs seventeen master core works to level up a gun from zero to ten. Okay, because at level four to five, you have to put like one master core, then it doubles to two, then it goes to okay. So basically, what you're saying is you're going to spend most of the time grinding from. From f I'm sorry, where, where are you at 523? You're going to spend from 500 to 600 figuring out which guns are good for you. Right. And once you hit max level, then at, I start... that, at that point, you should be hoarding up some stuff yes. and putting stuff away that you decide which weapons you really want to do masterwork. Correct. So it's not, it's not that it, you have to do a masterwork now because otherwise you can't kill somebody without it. Right. I'm gonna but find it, it, I'm gonna find better guns as I go. Right. But then I'm gonna find good rolls, and I'm not gonna level those guns up until I know for sure that that's a gun I want to carry with me. Right. Right. But you don't have to. Like, if somebody wanted to just kind of just grind away, I'm playing every day. Right. And then I'm gonna just I'll, I'll I want this gun to be masterwork. I want this gun to be masterwork, and then see if it actually affects boss kills or boss battles or strike attacks. Or the, I get it. Right. But. If it's really expensive, like you say it is, it's then there's no really there's no real there's no real reason to spend on just whatever just to see it. You might as well just wait. Right. Don't invest in it yet. Don't invest in it yet. I'm gonna show you. This is this is uh, my collection. I'm gonna bring up. I'm gonna bring up Destiny Item Manager now. Um, if it if it loads. So here's here's one of the issues that's happening in the game. Here's one of the issues that's happening in the game. I'm gonna bring up. Okay. Come on. There it is. Nope, that's not it. Hold on one second. That's a, a switch. I'm yeah, talking about switches switch. next? No. Where's where's my why is I'm so confused what's happening right now. Da 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 Properties. Uh is that it? No, that's not it. Is that it? There it is. Okay. And I don't know why it's that fucking big and why it's not fitting on the screen. All right. Fantastic. Three hours later. <laughs> Three hours later. I have no idea why this is doing what it's doing now, but all right. Anyway, uh, let me bring this down over to here. Okay, so this is, De this is Destiny Item Manager, and I don't know why it's... 
not fitting on the screen or or anything like that. Here we go. All right, so this is my hunter, and this is um. There we go. There we go. Now we're cooking. So I wanna I wanna show you. This is this is my heavy. Now I've deleted seven, seven of these grenade launchers so far. So this this thing. Why why are you getting like grenade launchers so often? Th this is one of my problems, right? So the edge it, the edge transit is the gun that I've been getting so much. Every time I get a drop, the heavy the heavy spot should just be called the edge transit position. Okay, that's how many I'm getting. Okay, and not only am I getting it a lot, I'm getting shit rolls on it, and I'm also getting it low level, right? I get 500, 500, 500. Every once in a while, I, I, I have a 5, where is it? I have a 512, I have a 507, I have a 516, I have a 527. Like, well, it's not gonna, it's not gonna help you. None of those are gonna help you. No, but they have good perks. Some of them have good perks. So I, I'm saving them to see which one has a better perk. And then if it has a better perk, and then if it has bigger master core on each one, one might have two or three already in it. So it might be worth it to keep that. So it's less investment in time later, right? So I, I don't know what I want to do with them yet, but I've deleted seven of them. Okay, and I have an additional one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay. So I've had in fourteen that's just, or that's fifteen. Just, that's just broken RNG right there. So this is this is my my situation, right? My my problem right now with with Destiny Forsaken is that the loot pools, the loot pools, are tremendously small. Okay, and and here's where I have a problem with this, and this is why my my well, is method it based on, is it is it based on region or area or strike. I don't know. Oh, whatever. Well, if know. you're saying the loop pool is small, the loop pool might be small for an individual area. It, it seems right? like the edge transit is a meme now on on Twitter because so many people are tired of getting grenade launchers. They might be getting another one. The other grenade launcher that's in the in the pool, which I have three of them, is called the uh, uh, Terrain Win. Okay. I don't know. Like I have yet to get a rocket launcher. I've got zero rocket launchers, okay, from the new Forsaken. But somebody else, but there, I guarantee there's somebody in the world that's gotten rocket launchers all day long and never seen the Edge Transit. I don't, I don't know. Has anyone in chat, has anyone in chat got a rocket launcher yet? I, I see. I, I don't believe, I don't believe for one instance that the RNG is is accidentally broken. I always no, believe is... that it's very it's very specifically done by them because it let's just say let's say it was broken down to planets right let's say there was 30 guns in a rotation and on a planet if 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 you assign a number to if you assign a, a value to each of the guns to be in a part of an RNG pool and then you set the value in your programming to random number generator between 1 and 32 the chances of you getting the same fucking number over and over again are astronomical, right? It's it's them. They they decide what's dropping. They're assigning values to within the numbers. So, legendary transit or is is coming out more often than not. Maybe there's a instead of using a percentages, they're using fractions of percentages. What um you know? Hold on. It just guys. sounds it just sounds dumb. I want to know if if you've gotten you've gotten a rocket launcher. What what is it called? What is it called? The 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 rocket launcher. Are you are you sure it's from Forsaken and not from Osiris or Warmind? He says an old. An no, old no, no, no. First said first said I have, and then Brain said yes. Now, the Dreaming City has one, which is called the Sleepless. 
I got a new rocket launcher from this from the from the Dreaming City. Okay, so you have the sleepless. Is that what you got? Because it seems like there's no rocket launcher. Okay. So you have the one rocket launcher, which is probably you got that from what? I would assume the blind well. I would assume you got that from the blind well. Or something along the lines of there. Because there's no other rocket launcher. There's no other rocket launcher in the pool. Except for the Roar of the Bear, which is a, a rocket launcher, which is part of the Iron Banner, which is not even out yet. Which is not even out yet. So you can't even get the rocket launcher. Okay. No, I got it from the Ascending Challenge. Okay. Okay. So here's, here's my situation, right? When a game comes out like this, and they know Forsaken's coming out, like, we already know next year, at this time, there's going to be a Destiny expansion. Right now. We know there's going to be an expansion down the road, okay? What are they doing right now? One guy, they could take one guy right now, put him off in a corner, and start developing weapons, which he doesn't have to do much because there's so many whites and greens and blues that they could use, okay, to take that and put it into the circulation. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's so many different guns in the game, but yet... Well, a lot of shit guns, but yeah, go correct. Ahead. There's so many shit guns, and this is why I keep. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this till the day it happens, until they put it in the game. Okay, if there was a rocket launcher that I could get at a white or blue or green, and then level that fucker up, okay, then that would be the reason. That would be a good thing to have. Okay, so you could wait for the 200 hour drop for you to get this one perfect roll, or I can earn the roll by putting 100 hours in. Right? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, that needs to happen. There's so much little loot. I can look at everything. I, I'm looking at everything right now. This is... Why does it keep Why does it keep switching? Get on there. Get on my page. This is every set in Forsaken right here. Okay? This is every set. Every single thing that's in the game, you can look. Okay? Is here. You have... Broken down by, group, by faction? By faction, everything. Right? So you have 6, 12, 18... 24, 30, 30, uh, 37, 37, and then we got 10 here, 3, 6, 9, 10, 11, 12. So you have 42 guns in the game. Okay, that's everything in the new Forsaken. 42 guns of legendary drops. That's not a lot of guns. It's not a lot of guns. And well, it's a lot of guns with each have a random roll. It is a lot of guns with a, with each random roll, but it's not a lot of guns if I keep getting the goddamn same grenade launcher. Okay, like what what's happening? The strikes is that's the only one that, that drops is this is is the outrageous fortune. Okay, and then the only other one that drops is the one I have. Okay, the play of the game is another grenade launcher. Listen, it, it could be any number of reasons, but you know damn well that they're in charge of the loophole. It's it's just so the percentages. The per, if you're getting that many of the same type of weapon, that's definitely programming. Hey, wait a minute, it doesn't show. That's activities. Oh wait, wait, no, that's destinations. Here it is, trade win right here. Where's the other one? There it is. So legendary engrams, gunsmith, and other drops. It's in that pool. I have yet to see any of these other pool, tangled shore. Or the strikes. I've I've only gotten two. Well, where the, are you hanging? Where are you hanging out that you keep getting the same drop? Tangled shores. Uh, I, I'm I'm doing the bounties. I'm doing the bounties that I'm I'm given. 
right? I'm, I'm doing the bounties that are given. So I, I do the weeklies. I do the heroic adventures. I do what, whatever it tells me to do, do to have, get power do grams. Any, any kind of bounties that are active at the same time? Maybe the bounties affect what, what drops? Is there is there a thing know. that you have on the background that, that's, that's causing you to see the same thing over and over again? You know, like it could be any number of things because a true – listen, we all discussed this. We discussed this months ago and years ago. A yeah, true, that's it, right, that's it right there. A true random number generator is random. Yeah. It's actually random. There's a value set in a code of line that says pick a number from one to whatever, and then the values of those numbers have, have a thing attached to them. It's not, it's not difficult. If it's being weighted, then it's probably the, it's them. It's them giving giving weight to certain guns. You know, and maybe it's even to people. I'm telling you, maybe. The people that you play with are getting a bunch of transits, but I can guarantee you there's probably somebody someplace else has never seen one yet. I guess, but I don't know if it's broken up into into, into regions. It's, it's just but, dumb. But this is this is this is a frustrating part right now. I don't have any frustrating parts with Forsaken, but this is one of them. That and this. Okay, so they switched over to a seven day and a four day. So you have a week. Every Tuesday is a reset. Yeah. Every Saturday is another reset, right? What so kind of reset? It's a it's the daily reset, if I'm not mistaken. Is that correct, uh, chat? It's the daily reset on Saturday. The weekly reset is on Tuesday. And okay? what's the daily reset doing? What's the difference? I, I couldn't tell you. I'm, I'm very confused by it. Anyway, week one, everyone did their bounties and everything up, and then Saturday came, and it was the first time they were doing the second, re, you know, uh, renewal and what happened was it, it screwed something up in the game and if you did the things they weren't counting for your character because it was assuming that your character was the same class right like remember when you were if you ran two hunters or three hunters you wouldn't get the consecutive stuff because it you couldn't do it the same character so you had to make one of each character right so if you had three characters and you started doing your second character the power engrams that you were doing for the daily heroic or the um, the nightfalls or the strikes weren't counting. You you missed out on it, right? Which screwed up people's leveling. Okay, the people that are going for like worlds first, trying to get the highest level possible for stuff. So I I got screwed. I was one of those people that got screwed on Saturday, as many okay as many did, and I missed out on the power engrams. I only missed out on two. So then today, they did a patch fix what happened on on Saturday. So I got on my hunter, I got two power engrams back. Okay. So I do these. I I, I did the gambit and I did the other heroic strikes. And I, yeah, but you already but you already got them. You're not gonna get them again now because no, no, you're no. trying to No I didn't get them before. I didn't get them. No but you said I got them after the patch. I got today the patch went through and then I went to go do the events because I saw them there and I was like oh I can go do them now. So I went to go do them and then I did get the power engrams. But here's the issue. It happened to be twice. Okay. I get a power engram. I open it up. It's a pair of gauntlets. It's the exact same gauntlets that I already have. And when I say the exact same, I mean it's the exact style of it. And it's the same power number as what's already in my slot. Okay. So power engrams are supposed to drop higher than whatever higher. you're getting. This dropped the exact same. As, as me. So I'm screwed. Not only did I get screwed on Saturday because I didn't get it. Now they gave it to me and now it's like I didn't even get it. Right? So it's a waste. I wasted an hour and a half 
of uh, doing an event overall, getting all the matches done, to get a power engram that gave me absolutely nothing. Okay, that's very frustrating. Very frustrating considering the only point to do the event was to get the power engram so I can go up in level. Okay, and it happened to me twice. Is that the only place you can get geared at levels? The, the levels power, there's, there's a lot of ways now. There's, I want to say, what? how many ways can you guys do it? It's like, there's like eight or ten power engrams that you can get. A week? A week. Or, or, or on a week. reset. A week. So you can get, you can get daily strikes. You can get weekly strikes. You get the nightfall. You get the nightfall with score. That's four right there. Okay. Then you have a power engram with, with spider was one of his things. You get Petra gives you three. So that's eight. Um, you get the heroic adventure. That's another one. You get Ikora, who, who, who gives you another one for doing her bounties. And then you can get one from clans. So technically there's like 12. I think there's 12 power engrams you can get, right? And then it, re and it resets and you can do them again. So each week, I think you can get about 16 power engrams to go up in level. Okay. That's a lot. That's yeah. Per character. Yeah. That's why some people are at, at, at 550 now. Okay. Because they're RNG. If I was if I was going for Worlds First, I'd be very pissed, right? If I was on a team going for Worlds First, which I'm not. I'm not even doing the raid on first day. Okay. But if I was, I'd be very pissed off because this has happened to me now four times. Four times, two today and two last week when it happened, where I got the same exact power level that I already got. That's already on me. And that's a broke mechanic. They need to fix that because my RNG, where if you're playing with me, Sarge, we're the exact same level. You get a drop. You're going up a level. But me, no, I get to stay at the same level now. Now I have to wait for my hunter until Saturday, okay, before I can even do anything with him again because he, he's already maxed out on the thing. Okay. So why don't so why don't you just do, get another character up and use your third, second character? And as a matter of fact, if the people are doing hardcore right now, wouldn't you just do all three characters and keep transferring the other secondary yes. and third characters to the first character? Yes. So, so he's get he gets more uh, power engrams to level. So get this, okay? So I, my hunter is my main character. I I should have right. waited to do him last, but I did him first. Okay. okay. So he went up to I think it was like five twelve, five twelve, five fifteen. He was stuck. That was it. So I took the the weapons from him, moved him over to my titan. Okay. Leveled my Titan up. Now, my Titan should end up being like 520, 522. No. He ended up being 515. The exact same as my Hunter, and he's my second character. Okay? My Titan got so screwed on, on drops for, from Power Gear, okay, multiple times. And I was like, what is going on here? I'm watching people raise up to 530, 540, 550. Not that I would be there. And I'm stuck at yesterday... Up until last night, I was two characters stuck at 515. I was like, how the fuck is this happening? Right? I haven't even started it's, my... It's, it's, that, it's that plateau that you know you owe... They, put, they artificially put it in there. It's the same thing. It... They say you're going to go up. They invented eight or nine different ways to go up, and they, the plateau is still there. But if you're putting it's an algorithm... There. If you're putting an algorithm in there, and all my gear is up there, right? And it says, like... 518, 519, 522, 5 this, well, then, 523. Well, what you're telling me is Why same. would it give me a pair of gauntlets at 523 when it could have gave me 
anything else at 523 and it would have helped me but no it it it, it put it in my in my gauntlet spot but that's what i'm telling you they do an artificial they do an artificial plateau they've done it before they've done it before i was stuck at 515 where other people were stuck at like 527 or 530 and i was like what am i doing wrong and i was doing exactly what everyone else is doing do this first go over here do this go over here do that and it's frustrating because you can't even do half of those things you can't do petra's stuff right you can't do a lot of the stuff because it's like level 540 it's like level 540 to do a lot of the the light level 540 i'm 517 and i'm not running with a fire team that's another problem right because if you're, if you're running if you're running with a fire team things are going to be easier to go through right you can go through a 540 and and get it done and get the power gear i'm by myself most of the time and there's no matchmaking for certain for certain things right so the dreaming city has the blind well which is not matchmaking. You have to do one of those things again, like on Archon's Forge. We have to go up the staircase, kneel down, slowly walk up and go sideways and go, oh, here I come, and see if someone's going to actually appear. It, it, yeah, it, it's, yeah the, the server glitch. It, it's like we're, we're having all this over again. It's like repeatable. It's repeatable, right? Now, I love what Bungie's done with the game. I love all the bounties we get. I love all the stuff that opens up and all the secrets and all this, and the grind. It's fantastic. But it's these things right here, that really ticked me off and ruined my experience. This is like watching a movie and notice a bad edit or they put a shitty song in there and you're like, what is this? This is just, it just immersion broke me out of the thing, right? It's like a halt. It's like, I'm doing this. Yeah, let's go. Let's go play a nightfall. Let's do a nightfall. It's the best thing ever. We do a nightfall. I'm like, it's the same gear. It's the exact same gear. Everyone but just it's not, it's not it's not RNG. Yeah, it's it's. I, I don't know. I don't know how else to explain this to you. We've had this conversation multiple times about this game. That's not real RNG. Yeah. So there's a problem there. Other than that, I don't have any problems. Here's a big problem though that's happening in the in the in the industry in the industry. I mean Destiny. Um, so last week, someone on Reddit. I'm not gonna give names or who posted it. Uh, posted that they they found a way to get into the raid. I think it was like Saturday. If I'm not mistaken, is that correct? It was like Saturday, last Friday or Saturday. Someone, right. so, I, I, I remember hearing this on the Rage's Round Table. Go ahead. So someone found this glitch, okay, which is fine because there's people out there that what's, that's what they do. They find glitches and, and whatever. They go inside, and this glitch is not like I walk through a wall and then voila, there's a, there's a chest there and I can open effort. it. Effort. You have to put effort right? in. You got to go up into this thing and you have a 10 to 15 minute long trek to get through the underworld of the glitched world that you're going through, jumping from platform to this, to the edge, to this, to get to this bridge, which they showed in the trailer that you actually run across this bridge for this part of the raid, because it was in the trailer. And then someone dropped down, and they got to open a chest. Now, I don't understand how hard it is to stop people from getting into a chest in the raid. Like, how hard would it be... How hard would it be to that chest wouldn't open unless you actually walk through the front door of the raid? You know what I'm saying? Like it's locked until you not actually walk way, through the physical not, it's door. Not the way it's programmed. You, right, you, I know. You, 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 we have done that in, in the very first day. Do you remember what we did in the first one? Hmm? Do you remember that we glitched out in the, uh, the Cosmodrome to yeah. find the area where we knew the DLC was going to be? Yeah. And we walked around. We actually killed enemies in there. Yeah, they were walking around. Right, we actually found system. the ghost yeah. that was in there, yeah. but it wasn't, it wasn't active. Right. It's the same thing. Well, it's I have the same thing. No, here's the thing. If this was a to get into a strike and this was to get somewhere else or is behind DLC, like if this is part of the the Joker DLC that's coming out later this year, 
cool, right? But Bungie's decided to make this hype around the raid. World's first, world's first, first person, finish yeah, but, this. But as, They're as doing stated, a championship you, you belt. Dirty, they dirtied it. That's not it. Right. So they, they even have a championship belt they're going to send to everybody that's ever been in the, in the first thing as a first, you know, first timer uh, through the raid and being the first one to complete it. So people posted this on Reddit, got in there, and then everyone started following it because he did a descriptive, this is what you want to do, go here, this is how you get it, blah, blah, blah. Cool. Now, Bungie decided not to do anything. They're not punishing anybody. Everyone gets to keep the gear. And on top of that, there's people that have full sets of the actual raid gear. But you, but, you, but you have to admit, that's a very dedicated player. Sure. sure. Well, I mean, what, how long ago was it? A week? Been out a week? Not even a week. Yeah, not even, not, well, yeah a week now. A, yeah, a week now. About but a week. By the time they found it, it was like five days. Hey, man, still, that's a lot. That's a lot of, that's dedication. Right. Listen, especially if it's especially if it's a random loot generator inside the raid. If I keep opening up that chest and I got the full gear amount, that means the loot pool for each chest in the raid means it could be any gear, not right. just not just a piece or two pieces. Right. So, so if you got, it's only one chest that they're opening up. Is it only one chest? I I think it's just the one chest. Yeah. That means the loot pool is the same for the rest of the for the entire all chest. That's good. That's interesting. So, my question is, and now I said my piece on the Rage's Roundtable. I'll repeat it here. Okay. Um, I want to hear what you say, what they should do as far as should they be disqualified? If people are going for worlds first, should they be disqualified? Should they well, not you're, care? You, you, you already know my answer because you already said it. Because I, my, my, my thing is if, if the community as a whole holds up the worlds first as, a, as an actual esteemed activity, right? You're the first one to do it. If everyone holds it up in high regard, then for those people that are glitching into the thing, getting full sets of gear to go into the raid, that means you, you're, you're learning where things are. You can see where things are inside the, in the radar that no one else would see. That's not everyone on the same playing field. Right. Right. Your answer was Bungie doesn't say anything. And right. then whoever does it first, if they have any of the gear on them, if I remember correctly, you said that they just say, yeah, they, they, they they don't they say don't anything. Say, they, they don't, don't say, say that you don't win, even though they should. But they wait. They they say in words that they, they say in words that say this. They say, "World's first was done. It was done by this team who didn't have any of the gear on them." Right. That's how they have to say it. Yes. Like yeah. All right. And it's, and let everybody else cry. I mean, if every the, your, both sides of the coin is not the same thing in this in this regard. If once again, if the community holds the raid. In high esteem, which they for world's do. first, right? Okay, then you can't say that it's just the game. Don't worry about it. Just play the game. You got to pick a side. You you can't say it's both, right? Have some honor, right? Play the raid without going into the raid. But people are people. You can't stop them from doing what they're going to do. But I would not give them credit for doing world's first. Yeah, I I don't think I think they should stay quiet, watch what goes on, see the people because think about this, right? We don't even know what the raid is yet. It, it, maybe it's 550, maybe it's 560, maybe it's 540. People are going to be like 10 I'm levels. Hoping, hoping it's not, I'm hoping it's not the same one as the first one. I hope the mechanics and things are radically different. Well, because the raid for the original D2, the, the, I, I didn't, I didn't like it. Right. The, the Leviathan was, you know. I, I didn't like it. So the problem with this is if there's rolls, I know some people got rolls on it, Dupless, that they, they talked about, like it does more damage to Taken, right? It does more damage to Taken. Because you're going to be playing Taken inside the thing, right? 
Well, you know, you know you're going to be playing Taken. So you're doing more damage to them. That's already an advantage. Okay. Right. On top of, if you are one of those people that's 550, okay, and you got this gear, okay, someone that's at 535 that busted their ass just as much as the guy who played, you know, two guys played 16 hours a day for, for 10 days. Okay. They all have 160 hours into the game within the first week. Okay, one's at one fifty, one's at five fifty, one's at five thirty five because the random RNG that he got placed, even though they did the exact same thing, they did the exact same thing. Okay, five fifty goes in, glitches, gets the gets the gear, five thirty five doesn't. Okay, they all start the starting line. Okay, they go through the thing. Now this guy's already doing fifteen more light damage than him, especially especially we don't know what the rate is, but if it's at five fifty, let's say, and this dude's at five fifty five. Okay, that's five over. So he's gonna well, have an easier time going through than the guy with well, the five thirty five. Right? They don't tell you not, what the not ray, until it starts. They don't tell you what the ray thing is, right? right. Not until it so starts. So what do you what do you believe it'll be for it to be challenging? It I, has to be regardless of whatever, regardless of what anybody, whatever level they're at, it has to be higher than the highest you can possibly get, right? I, I think Bungie didn't put a, a a number on it yet. I think they're waiting to see. Who who glitched? What's who, no whatever, no not even, not even whatever, whatever the average number is. Yeah, I think they're looking at to see who is what level. What's the highest level? What percentage of it is there? So let's right. say let's say ten percent of the population's at four forty five, right? I think they're gonna make it five or I'm sorry five forty five. They're gonna make it like five sixty, right? Because then you're fifteen under and you're like you know what I mean. But at the right. same time, they can't make it too high, okay? Because if the most of the population is around 535, and you're saying it's 560, that's going to be a hard fucking raid to go through, right? So they have to they have to bring it down a little bit. So I'm, I'm thinking maybe like 540, 550, okay? Which is makes the people in the 530s, 535s about 15, where it's doable with six people. Where now the, the groups that are going in at 550, 555, a group of six... And the rates at 550, those people are going to go right through. They're going to cut through like a hot knife through butter, okay? Especially especially with, especially with guns with more damage. Especially to whatever, if they have the, the, the armor and, and the gear, okay? Now, obviously, if those people did that and they're trying to get worlds first and they have the gear, I don't think they should make it. I don't think they should be DQ'd because the whole reason to be worlds first is to go through the raid blind, go through the raid without other advantages other than your light level that you grinded for, okay? And then when you're going through, like, everyone should be, for that moment, that moment of time when someone goes, on your mark, get set, go, boom. Everyone's on the same playing field until you see people start pulling away because they're faster, they're better, their skills yeah, better I don't than think, you. I, don't, I'll, I really don't believe that Bungie cares about that, though. I really don't. I don't, I don't believe that they get. They, they, they make it kind of like they do, but the community cares more about it than the Bungie actually does. So if Bungie does what I said... If they happen to do this, where they disqualify people without them knowing, they're just like, nope, this guy can't win. These guys can't win. They're going through the raid, but they can't win. Right? They don't say anything until it's done. And then they finally say, yeah. world's first. That's what should happen. Right. World's first. And these people are the first team to finish that didn't glitch into the map. It could be one guy in your team that glitched. Right. Right. Doesn't matter. Right? And everyone should be like, dude, why the fuck did you do that? You know what I mean? Like, and this, that, they set a precedence. And going forward, any kind of raid comes out. If anything glitch is happening, those people will not be. And then people are like, "Fuck it." Then I don't. I'm not doing worlds first. That's fine. Whatever. Right now, I, I said it on the Rage's Round Table. This raid is already has an asterisk next to it. Already has an asterisk next to it. It's like the Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire incident. Okay, what's going on? Because 
if a team finishes, they'd be like, where did you get that gun? Did you have that gun beforehand? Did you do that? You know what I mean? Yo, you made it through that whole first section. It was really easy for you because you glitched through the map. Yeah, but Bungie knows. Right. Bungie knows what, right. what the inventory that the person has. So I think what they should do is they do nothing like they did, say nothing like they did, but then do something at the end and make it honorable so the people that actually took their time respect people's time. That's that's the main thing. Respect people's time. Okay, that's that's the biggest that's the biggest issue. Um, I mean, I can, I can whip out I can whip out my my asinine and just say well, it's just a game. Right. Well, it's just a game. Well, if it's, it's just, just a game, game, if it's just a game, then why do you want worlds first? Why do you want worlds first? If it's just a game, why do you want worlds first? Right. Because becoming worlds first, there's a lot behind it, man. There's you get you get your name published. People know who you are. Right. All of a sudden, if you're a streamer and you're worlds first, more people start flooding into your stream, good or bad. Okay. Right. This is this is definitely factors involved, right. which a, is that's why a, that's a which is why decision. which is why they should not allow those to win. Exactly. Exactly. That's why I agree. Now, I think Bungie did this because one, it's gonna get a lot of views, man. Tomorrow, everyone and their views? mother everyone a and lot their of mother views? Oh, absurd. Everyone and their mother's gonna be watching I, I'm the raid. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure there are people skipping school tomorrow. Yeah. People are gonna be watching that raid. Yeah, I'm Bungie's pretty sure gonna have all the eyes on and, them and work for that matter. And, for and, some of them, some work. And think about it, just like the people that are doing worlds first. Okay, Bungie is trying to make this is a business decision, right? Because because people glitched into the raid and there's this drama going on, more people are now honed in on this what's happening and want to watch the raid to see if the person that glitched in goes through the raid faster. Or if a person that didn't have the gear goes through faster. And now it's this pick a side, choose a side, see what's happening. Do you know what I mean? Like Bungie did this because just like a streamer, if you're the world's first, it's going to bring in revenue for your stream. More eyeballs, advertisers, sponsorship maybe. You never know. This could all happen. Bungie's betting on it going, well, let's just let this play out because this is going to be more viewership for us. And then more people that watch it might start buying it and then playing our game. Right. That's what it is. That's what it is. So I, be I believe the raid time, if I'm not mistaken, okay, start is time it, is confirmed. Is it noon Eastern? It is September 4th, uh, September 14th at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. BST on all platforms. So wait a second. Then. What time is that for the poor Koreans? Well, I was just going to bring that up, right? So... The Koreans are now in the race of World's First Raid Run. Now, I don't know if this is true or not. But, but they get to buy their own guns. I heard that the game is different where they can buy legend um they can buy exotic weapons with actual currency in the game. Okay. Right. And they they can use those weapons. So to have exotic weapons that give you an advantage that you can just purchase and start well, with. Doesn't everybody have a good selection of, of exotic at this point though? Come, let's be honest. I mean, no, I got one exotic. I got one exotic that dropped for Forsaken. That was it. Yeah, but are, are there any, like, definitive exotics for Forsaken that are must-haves for, like, something like a raid? Um, does anyone, does, is there a list of what they are, or, or are they still unknown to some? You know, I don't know. Let's see, all items. I don't know. Here, Forsaken's got, it looks like it's got one. It's got a sword. It's got the Black Talon sword. It's got the Wave Splitter, which is a trace rifle. It's got a Cerberus, which is an auto rifle. 
Uh, it has a bow, a compact bow. It has a wish ender, another compact bow. There's two different compact bows. It has a the ace of spades, which you can get by doing a quest, so everyone can get it now by now. Um, Maleficent, Maleficent, What's that? What's the bad person from um, Beauty and the Beast? Maleficent. Maleficent. Thank you. Uh, they have that's a hand cannon kinetic. Uh, they have a shotgun, the chaperone, which you can also get, and then they have a rocket launcher called the two-tailed fox. They also have the queen breaker which is a uh, linear fusion rifle. They have a 1,000 voices, which is a fusion rifle power. So you have quite a bit of guns that you can purchase if you're if you're in Korea, if I'm not exactly, if that's for sure. Exotics are really scarce and for scarce. Yeah, yeah. Um, so in, in, in Korea, you can purchase those things, I believe. The merchant will not sell forsaken exotics for quite a while, Dev said. Oh, so if it's, okay. If it's ten, so, if it's ten a.m., so they're not selling. Pacific, they're not selling the new stuff until after the raid. Yeah, okay. that's like that's like the fifteenth. That means the Koreans are playing on the fifteenth. You're playing on the fourteenth at ten a.m., and the Koreans are playing on the fifteenth, right? At like six o'clock in the morning. Right. Right. right so, that's the only way I can. That's the only way I can look at that. So there's there's a lot of gear in the in a, a lot of exotics a lot of exotics in the, and then there's armor and stuff like that. So is that is that confirmed, Brain? They said that in the uh, is that in the TWAB? Is that in the TWAB about the Koreans not buying? I mean, gear? Let, let, uh, let's be perfectly honest. Even with the people hacking hacking into the raid uh, to get the extra gear, the Koreans are going to win. I, I guarantee you, the Koreans are going to win. The Koreans are going to win. I'll, I'll put that down. Well, the, well, the 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 issue is is that you won't really know, like we can't prove it. No, right. Nobody can prove who got first. The only one that can prove it is Bungie, and we have to believe them. It's South. I, it's South Korea. I don't, know, I don't know about you guys, but I don't believe a lot that Bungie says anymore. So, I guess I'll just take their word for it. <laughs> so, if it's if it's just a if it's just a game, uh, why is Bungie hyping up the 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 thing so much they're giving a world's first title belt okay there is, the, is the undertaker gonna give it out <laughs> yeah they're doing 1000 voice exotic which is a a very rare drop from the final encounter so once you're done with the encounter it says world's first team is also guaranteed to receive this uh it says if you think you may have finished first Make sure you loot the final chest after defeating the final encounter to ensure both of the rewards and that you accomplish this uh, is is recorded on your end, right? So you have to record it, and you also have to, uh, you know, show it, right? So you have to, they want the views, they want the views. So definitely going to be interesting to see what happens. I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch. I mean, this will be the cheapest marketing for Forsaken oh, ever. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So that's it, right? That's it. Um, that's the news on on Destiny. I just feel like it's a, it's it's bad. It's bad, but at the same time, Bungie knows how to market stuff, and this is another marketing scheme. Hey, look, there's a glitch. Uh, the Reddit poster was actually a guy that worked in Bungie. That's that's listen. That's also a possibility. You know what I mean? It could be. I'm not saying it is, but it could be, right? Um, so let's talk about Battlefield Five. Last week we played oh, it. Man, last week we played it. What are okay. your What are your thoughts on Battlefield Five overall of the th right. two hours, three hours that we played? All right, so I'm going to stay away from the whole conspiracy theories of the whole sexist things. We're staying away from that. Yeah, so that, that, this is your the opinion gunplay, on the game when you play. The, the, but these are these are the words I said as we were playing it. 
I said that the attrition that they have factored into the game is causing the game to slow down. All right. It's 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 basically the game is basically turned into almost a slow version of COD on a larger map. Okay. You have a lot of issues with the game. Gunplay is good. Okay. The hitboxes are decent. Okay. Uh, the movement is is okay. There's just the the animations is what throws it off. The animations for revive, buddy revive, jumping out a window and knowing whether or not you're going to land and roll or just land and get damage. You can't tell which is which. You can't tell what's going to happen. Then the slide move that people try to do in the other Battlefield games, you can't do sometimes because it it thinks you're trying to do either the auto lean from a corner right. or you jump backwards yeah, it's and, weird. Lay on your, and lay on your back. You do that that back move. So these things are all slowing down the pace of the game. Which okay. I liked. I did like okay. this the pacing. Okay, but it's it's different. It's different when the maps are smaller. When the maps are larger, right? Combat is done in waves and ebb and flow. Right? You're gonna fight over a flag, and now it's almost like you're also gonna fight over like the ammo area because that's where you know you can get the ammo. But the argument is, well, when everybody levels up their character, ammo won't be such a big deal because then the ammo guy and the medic guy will be able to put down the crate. During the beta, very few people got high enough experience to unlock those items to put in the game. That being said, the pace of the game is still slow, okay? You are trying to take over spots that have the ammo and the health so you can reload your ammo and health because you only have two clips. Okay, that attrition thing doesn't work. Okay, the the they are trying to artificially keep people to be in a squad in an incorrect way. Right. Like that means that for me to be a a a well placed assault trooper assaulting a flag, I would need to have my my ammunition guy like right on my back. Right. I can't I can't attack a point by myself because I'm going to be out of bullets in two clips. And if right. I'm fighting, if I'm fighting a squad, a squad and a half of people, there's no way I'm going to win without an ammo reload. Okay. On top of that, the vehicles, okay. Once again, they're not leveled. The guns are good. It feels tight, but once again, there's a line between the historicalness of it and playability. Okay. The the rockets, the the uh, Panzerfausts, and the uh, the other rocket launcher that the 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 uh, British use, which is supposed to be a shittier one, but it's not apparently. Okay, do way too much damage to a tank. Two assault guys with two rockets each can destroy a tank. Like it it it's not even a joke. They can be hiding in rubble that you can't see because once again the colors of the uniforms blend in too well yeah. with the with the background. Now once again they said they're gonna I do some it. sort of outline I, or whatever. I get it. I get it. You're supposed to be camouflaged. We're fighting in a city. That's how it's supposed to be. Okay. But on top of the camouflage, you took away my spotting ability. All right. Yeah, the so spotting ability is a little so now I can't spot. The only guy who can spot is the scout guy and he's got to use binoculars. Once again, slowing down the pace of the game. Are we playing Battlefield or are we playing Arma? Like, what is it you want us to do? 
Okay. Right. They need to allow the they need the allow to game to be more fluid. Okay. You're not gonna be you're not alive that long to begin with, honestly, unless you got good medics who are picking you up. Yeah, even then though, you're only like let's say a five not, to one ratio. Like you can yeah, kill five people not, and then get killed. Okay, but then then they then they're tossing around the idea of you know, when you level up, you'll carry an extra clip. Like, these are all things that shouldn't be factors in a game that was already done over 10 times. Like, right. we shouldn't be, we shouldn't be, this conversation shouldn't be happening. We should be moving forward from the battlefield stance and then move on to the next actual thing that comes in. The The graphics are great, okay? But the same thing I said before is I don't need all this other crap going on in the background slowing down the game when I'm trying to play a first-person shooter. The unbelievable amounts of trash in Battlefield 3 and 4 flying through the air, and now this game, you got snow particle effects, you got smoke effects, you got this kind of effect, and you you, you feel sluggish a little bit. When stuff's going on, you feel sluggish. It's, it's, a, it's, a con it's, it's meant for PC, let's be honest, people. These games are meant for PC, but it's a console game, okay? So I trade off pretty for speed right especially in a game like this right we didn't have a lot of problems in bad company 2 and and, and battlefield 3 and you know what i'm saying like mm -hmm. in bad, bad company 1 and 2 i mean it looked pretty stuff blew up you had particle effects you did the smoke but the game was fluid you moved around you threw ammo packs guys set up the, the, the whole point of an attack in a, in a in a first person shooter in a battlefield different than a call of duty is when you reach to a certain area around the flag if you're with your squad, the medic throws his bag, the, the the support throws his bag, everyone sets up behind whatever cover, which now you can build, which is also a very cool thing. Right. Okay. That's, that's a, cool a very cool thing. But you you take over an area, like you you set up shop, right? That's that's the whole point of it. And then you start ass assailing the flag. Like you might be able to rush in and take it right away, but you still got to take the flag. You got to get within range. Did you? Right? Oh, sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. No, go, go. Ahead. go. I was gonna say, did you play by yourself at all, or did you only yeah, play in squad? Okay. So, how was your experience uh, with single player going in uh, compared to other Battlefield games? Shitty. Well, no, but shitty because no one's talking. There's no mic, first of all, and then the flow once again is different. Like I'm right. down. Anybody can pick me up now. Right. Well, nobody no. came to get me. Well, right. Anybody can pick you up if no, my, my squad. Only Anybody in your squad, my squad. In your squad, right? And any medic. See, okay, so in other Battlefield games, when you played by yourself, it was okay, right? It was shitty, but it was okay because if you were down, anybody can come and pick you up and revive you because there's always that one guy in the group that's like, hey, no one's reviving him, I'll revive him. Now you're in a group of complete strangers. No one's talking to each other. No one's reviving you. No one's dropping ammo. No one's doing anything, right? So you're just by yourself, and you're like running around. It's, it's Call of Duty. Right, you're, you're running around trying to find a weapon to pick up Okay, when someone dies because you're out of clips and the guy that was on your team is now way back there. Okay, you don't have any ammo, so now you're trying to find ammo on the ground. So I do like the fact that when you kill someone, you can pick up the ammo, right? It doesn't matter what gun you're using, but you're right. What's realistic and what's arcadey? Okay, like they they make it Sorry. where they want to make they want to make it arcadey and fun, but at the same time they want to make it realism, right? We're gonna spawn in a plane and already have you flying. Okay, but at the same time, we're going to have you drag across and have this person revive you realistically, right? It's like, pick a side. What, what do you want it to be? You want it to be fun and unrealistic, or you want to be realistic and fun? Okay, like, but I, like, I, I, like, I like the fact that 
there's ways for you to call in reinforcements, but that makes it Call of Duty. Well, instead of instead of being personal kill streaks, it's, it's basically squad. team it's squad. score. Yeah, it's it's squad. It's kill team streaks. score. Yeah. So now now only the leader gets to call the stuff in. So only the leader gets points for it. Meanwhile, the rest of the team is the one who got on the score to begin with. No, 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 no. It, everyone gets the credit. The, the squad. Not, gets not, the, not, not everyone. Not everybody. No, they, do, they do not. They're working on it. They're thinking about it. But so not everybody. If he calls that missile in, he calls that missile in the V1 rocket and it hits something. The, the the team does not get the points. He gets the points. What the hell is that? Well, that's my point. It's Call of Duty. That's like having a kill streak. I I get the weapon. I get to get the benefit from the weapon, right? So, once again, in the maps they were given to us, okay, the vehicles don't mean a lot, right? A tank. Should make well, people know. tank should make people worried. When you see a tank, unless you're the assault and you got an ammo guy with you, okay, you should be scared. You're not gonna take it. Right. You're not gonna take it out. In in this in current state, tanks are once again we're we are blowing like through pa tanks. Paper mache. We're blowing through tanks like they're nothing. Right. Okay. And the planes don't even get me started. Okay. The planes are awful. It's base. They they, they didn't fly horribly. They didn't concentrate it all on the planes. I get it. It'll be fixed later. I get it, right? You didn't want to concentrate on the aircraft because it's not really a big deal. But they already, they already worked not, on the aircraft. We're not, like we're not playing. We're not playing a battlefield game. I get it. Aircraft doesn't matter. Okay, so the point is, is the game has a, and the and the greatest word ever said by any EA game, uh, the game has a lot of potential. Okay, the game has a lot of potential. The the uh, the uh, the fact that the game is released every other year is not enough time for this game. I'm, I can't I can't say it any nicer way. You can't have a battlefield every two years, just like you shouldn't have a COD every year. Okay. Well, they have multiple studios working four years on each of those games. Yeah, but doesn't show. It doesn't show because this game's not ready to come out. This yeah. game in the state that it's in right now is not ready to come out. Right. We know how long it took them to fix Battlefield Four. It took them a year. Eighteen months. Okay. An 18, entire 18 months. right, almost two years. Yeah. So this game's gonna release a month later, and they're gonna tell me they're gonna polish the whole thing up. There's no, there's no way. There's no way. So, I was, I was thinking through this. I was like, man, I really liked Battlefield Five. I liked playing it. I thought the the pacing of the game was nice. I love the fact that when I was playing by myself, I I felt you know it was a struggle. But then when I started playing with you, Tempest and and Santos, it makes fun. And Tempest and Santos were in that tank, and me and you were the infantry in front of that tank, and we were in that city. That twenty minutes where they were in that tank and they never lost that tank because of the That's communication a moment. and that right there, I was like, man, this feels good. Like that moment felt really good when we played that game. Okay, then there was times that were like, oh my god, like, but it's nice when you have a squad. Now here, here's the issue. Okay, you might not always have a squad, and you have to get randoms. And I understand you can talk to other people, but then there's a lot of variations that happen within that 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 scenario of when you're working with somebody, right? There's the loners, there's the other people that don't call anything out, there's the people that just curse at you the whole time because they don't know you and they don't know what or you the, do. Or the squeakers. Right. So there's a lot of issues there. Now, I don't know why, though, but when I was done playing, I was like, you know what? The game is good. It's, I think it's better. It's got a lot to do, potential, right? But I, I had more fun in Battlefield Five than I had in Battlefield One ever, right? I like Battlefield One. But I think Battlefield Five, the way they changed the squads, I'm a fan of. Where you have to stick together as a squad. I need ammo. Pick up the ammo. I need a pack. You work, stay together. You move together. You fight together. 
I like that. It's not the lone wolf type thing. But for some reason, I'm not excited about it. I'm just not excited about it. There's something about the game. I'm just like, because, eh, okay, well, he, I could well, pass. Here, here, I could pass. I'm, and I feel the same way. And this is, this, is the, this is the issue. The issue is, is that the game has a lot of potential, but it doesn't feel like World War II. The stuff looks like World War II. Right. But it doesn't feel like World War II. Yeah. Okay, there's something there's something off about it. Now, Battlefield 1 is chaotic as fuck. And Which the reason why and the reason why Battlefield 1 is chaotic as fuck is because the actual war was stagnant as shit. Right. Okay. A, a battle in, in World War One is you guys are in your trench, I'm in my trench. We're gonna shell you with artillery for three and a half hours. Then we're going to blow a whistle. You're going to stand out of your trench. You're going to run across the field. And the guys with the machine guns are going to shoot you as you come across. That's World War One, Right. Okay? They turned it into this crazy Vietnam stuff, right, where everything's coming from everywhere. The vehicles move decent, right? Like, it's visceral. Like, you got guys, like, if, if I were to record the last, like, eight games that I played, like, you got guys who are stabbing each other while a tank runs them over. There's a gas grenade going off. There's a guy choking to death. Like, this is happening in the same, like, 20 feet. Right, right. Like, that's, it's insane, okay? It, and it, it feels like a real battle. Like, it's supposed you're ta- to be. You're talking about Battlefield 1 or Battlefield 5? Battlefield, Battlefield 1. Okay. Now, in Battlefield, and, and by the way, everybody, it's not Battlefield 5, okay? It's Battlefield V, and the V stands for victory because that's what it's, that's the whole thing about World War II. Just so we get it all cleared out of the way, because when Battlefield 5 comes out in another year and a half, when they go back the to number modern, five, the number five, it's going to be, it's going to be Battlefield actual five, the, the number five. The V is the V. They're just calling it Battlefield, and the V is there to symbolize the victory symbol. That's how, that's how DICE has been thinking. Battlefield 1 was named Battlefield 1 because it's World War 1, not because it was, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they yeah. could have used the Roman numeral, but they wanted to say 1 to remind you of World War 1, okay? This is the way that they think about stuff. So now, the, the day-to-day, the, 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 the moment-to-moment movement and gunplay is good, but here's, here's the issue. Okay, it, this has the same issue as Battlefield 1. It's very hard to make a leveling system, reward system in World War II because there's not a lot of guns. Okay, each side had their guns. You know, don't get me wrong, there's mm-hmm. a decent amount of guns. Okay. But there's not as many guns as there was in Bad Company, Battlefield 3, Battlefield 4, like the shitload of guns. Right. That you guys had, okay? And remember, the guns that you had, both sides were using. Remember, you, the PPH I'm using on one on one team, I can use the PPH when I'm on the Russian side. Like it's the same gun, right? Right. In this game, to keep it the same, the guns belong to the to that country. So the guns are limited for each of the factions, okay? So now, for I'll, I'll do USA because I know most of the USA ones, okay? Besides the Colt and the Beretta. And the M1 Garand and the Thompson and the Bar, okay. Then you might have like a an, an RPG, some type of rocket thing. I I, I thought per- personally they should use a sticky bomb, like a like a GI sock with a grenade in it. Right. Like I, I think that should be an actual weapon, right? But like you can't you can't upgrade the gun. Like just because I put a scope on it isn't going to make the gun really better. Right. It's it's cosmetic. And the fact that there are points in the game again for unlocking stuff says to me that originally there was loot boxes. Yes. Yeah. And that's why the money is there because you don't need the money. 
the Battlefield series always was the more guys I kill I leveled with up. this gun, right. it unlocks something for that gun. The more guys I killed, it wasn't because I'm opening boxes trying to get money to buy an upgrade, right. which doesn't matter in this game, right? So the Thompson has the normal clip. So the Thompson now has a better looking scope, but that doesn't matter. Like it doesn't. Right. I. It doesn't do anything. So they it doesn't needed, mean anything. They needed to find another way of you actually getting guns. And since everyone is impatient now, okay, you have to remember when Battlefield 42 came out, there was only one gun per class. That's the gun the guy had. Right. Right. You didn't even have an option. You had your pistol and the gun the guy had. Right. Like that's what it was. You could pick up somebody else's gun, mm -hmm. but it's the gun that you had. So after going through Battlefield 2, Battlefield 3, Battle Company, Bad Company 1, Bad Company 2, Battlefield 4, Battlefield like, Vietnam, with all these right. with all these all these weapon choices that we have, you can't go back to an old war and give less weapon choices. It's 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 a dead end for them. It's very difficult. <clears throat> the game should be more along the lines as everybody starts out with the same guns. And then the more guys you kill, you unlock the next gun like they did before. Right. Okay. Without and if you want skill, and then it'd be people with bitch. In, right. And if you want to put in a little bit more like variety for the gun, like because it's just the game, right? Then maybe you, you can put the Thompson with the drum on it, right? Like the gangster gun. Right. The Tommy. Right. Gun. Yeah. Like the reason why they only had the, they they only had the twenty five the four the twenty five round clip instead of the drum it's because you can't control it it's right but if somebody wants to run around world war ii with the drum and try to hold it still while they're holding the trigger down then i guess let them <laughs> but it's very difficult to make the game feel world war ii it's it, it's actually almost worse than world the world the battlefield one because in war in, in battlefield one you got three versions of each gun and they made it very specific this gun's for range this gun's for mid-range, this gun's for close-up, and each gun was different, and you unlocked each of the three guns. Right. Okay? And then the DLCs came out with other guns. Now we're at World War II. Like, everybody who at least paid attention in school knows the World War II guns. Like, we know the guns. I, I spent the entire game looking for the M1 Garand. I couldn't find it. Who has the M1 Garand? I was looking for like the entire game. I'm gonna switch through guys. It's it's not it's the standard infantry rifle that you should get from the beginning of anything. I'm I'm, I'm just some scrot that got off a boat. Here's your gun. It's an M1 Garand. Right. That's the gun I should have. I'm a fucking soldier, right? I have this crazy looking Sten. Like I guess because it's the British, right? I guess it's British is the reason why I couldn't see it because I I noticed the tanks looked more British. There yeah, yeah there was no tanks. there was no American tanks. Yeah. Right? So. I'll let that one slide, but you, you see what I'm saying? You can't have you can't have an unlock system when there's nothing to unlock for the gun to be better. You, you, and if it is, according to some of the, the, the YouTube videos I watched, the gun becomes godly, right? So now if I'm if I have the STG on the on the for the uh, German, right, and it's maxed out, I'm killing whoever I write. If I'm if I, once the game let's say the game releases next week, I have it maxed out. These guys who are fighting me, they're not going to win a gunfight against me until they get their gun up. Well, here's the, here's the issue I had with it. The the skill tree that they had, which I hated because... You can't pick. Yeah, but you're, you un, decide, you're unlocking it. stuff that should be already part of your your game, like your mechanic. Like, like you could 
you'll run faster if you clip this on this gun. You know what I mean? You'll you you have better vision or movement, whatever. And I'm like, why don't I have just better movement? Because I'm a good player and I can move my stick that fast. You know what I mean? Like, why am I being why am I being uh, held back because of that? I hated when we were in the tank. I was like, how come I can't get to the top of the tank? Why can't I be the gunner? You have to unlock it. You have to unlock it. You have to unlock the top of gunner. And I was like, wait a minute, what are you talking about? You could totally tell that microtransactions were in this game, one hundred percent. And when the this fiasco happened to Battlefront Two last year, like, oh shit, let's get back to the drawing board. And they had to rework it. They had to rework it. You okay. can tell. Oh, absolutely. Well, I don't understand the choices you make. If I choose for my gun to be close combat, that's or it. Close, then I can't pick. I can't pick that's the it. other side. Yeah. I don't understand. That's, that's the stupidest thing. Like, I don't understand I, what that is. If I have enough money to put into it, I should be able to. If look, if I have to deal with this system, fine. But let me fill all the stuff in. If I go on this side of the tree, I can't pick this side of the tree. So what am I doing? Do I get a second gun, the same gun that I have to go on the other side of the tree? It's stupid. It's just dumb. The whole, well, because, the whole leveling system is dumb. But that's what I'm saying. It's it's very hard to put a well done progression system in this game because the original game, everybody only had one gun, right? Now you're trying to make it to where we get other guns. That's great. So now we need to. We, if they, if they want to change something, they have to change the dynamic of the leveling system. No, you level like, up your character and okay. then bring the guns in and put the attachments that you want on it to, to improve a little bit on top of your skills that you're upgrading as you go up a level. Like like for instance, like for instance, if, if I pick medic, okay, and I level up as a medic, I can use the level up points every time I've leveled to unlock another gun or buy something for the gun, not money. Right. So the kills equal the kills equal the level like it did back in the day, where the kills equal the XP needed, right? This way, if I decide to pick up, if I go up twenty levels and I spread it around, then I've spread it around. I don't get the benefit on one character for the. So if I decide I want to be medic the, for the first twenty levels and use all my 20, 20 levels of XP to open up the medic stuff, then the medic's done, and I can move on from there. Look, I rather I rather have them do this, right? If you level up your character. I'm a medic, okay. My medic when I first start, because I'm a scrub. I'm a new. I'm a new. I'm a private. I'm I'm brand new in the. In, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm out in the war. I, I I suck at my job. Okay, I'm trying to revive people. It takes me, let's say, five seconds to revive somebody. Okay, super slow because you don't know what you're doing. And as you level up, all right. As you level a second, up, a second off each time. A level to- at level five, maybe it's like a half a second off, and it's four and a half seconds. And then when you're at level ten, it's at four seconds. And then by the time you're level twenty or level twenty-five, then it's like one point five seconds you can revive somebody because now you're a, a combat medic. You know what you're doing, and but you're taking your skill points towards that because that's what you want to do, right? You want to be a better medic, so you put it towards being a medic, right? Sniper, holding your breath longer, okay? Uh. Uh, support guy. When you dish out bullets to somebody, maybe you only give them one clip. But by the time you're big, you can give them two clips. You know what I mean? Like stuff like that would be interesting because then you're leveling up, trying to make it better. Where you're not going, well, I'm using this gun, and because I have a better sight on it now, the sight means absolutely nothing. I just have leveling this up, and now I, I move well, better. Well, the the sight, I tell you, the, 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 but that's I can't speak. I want to say so many things at once. That's why the sights don't matter no, because all, they they're said all, they're all just. Well, no, it's no. Well, it's vanity because it was already specified that the gun deviation is controllable once you learn the gun, right? So if I'm if I'm firing the Sten and the Sten does this all the time, and I have to learn how to keep it from going to the left, 
okay? That I'm, I once I master it, and I have the stent in my hand, and I know I got to stop it from going left. It doesn't matter what sight I have on it because it's me controlling the gun, knowing that that's the, what this gun does. Right. The BAR goes too far up. I got to keep it down. Right. Putting a sight on it's not going to matter because it's. They've already said the shots go where you aim it as long as you can aim it. Okay. So they've taken away the sight thing out of all the whole thing. It's. It has to do with being able to make contact at different ranges, like it did in Battlefield One, meaning that if I have a scope on a BAR and I and I'm laying down with a BAR putting on a tripod and then I can zoom in I keep it and I can keep it straight I can shoot guys further away as opposed to mid-range or close range where the gun might kick more that's what they have to that's what they have to finagle it's it's not the same to try to do an unlock it's it's not the same with World War II wow yeah b b because because they've made this concrete now this whole leveling system they think they have to bring it with them each time. You may have to do something completely different with this game. Like you, to say, to say that you don't have the unlock or don't have this. Maybe certain things should happen during the match. You know what I mean? Like maybe but, certain guns should drop during the match. Like everybody starts with an M1 Grand, but when you call in a supply drop, then some guys can get like an SMG, like to change they, it up a little they, bit, like they, something. They screw this game up because of microtransactions. They went. Yeah. They went for the. They went for the upgrading each individual gun instead of the class itself because they wanted to get the most money out of it because of your time, right? Tough time. It's yep. exact. It's exactly what they did. And in that move, they that's what's missing with this game. I looked at. it, I was like, I have to do this for every gun. And then when I make a choice of that gun, if I want to do the other way, I have to say a second gun and then upgrade that one the other direction. I think that's. I think that's what they, that's what they want. So yeah, that's every, exactly what they wanted. But but that's what I'm telling you. There's that's done, that's there, my turn off guns. Yeah, that's my turn off. For, for the game. I think this is a hard pass for me now. I really liked it. I really enjoyed it. And if I got to play with you and Santos and, and Tempest or whoever wanted to play every week, cool. But at the same time, I think my, my time is spent elsewhere right now. And unless this game goes on sale about Christmas time or after Christmas like they did before, I'll pick it up. But I'm not picking it up when it launch. And I'm not picking it up before Christmas. I, I'm just not. I just can't. I just To me, it's not. it's not... It's not worth getting at this time. It's not worth getting until they, they have to make a lot of choice, a lot of changes in the game. Uh, it ran pretty shitty, to be honest with you. Like it was very, very uh, boxy. You saw people like sliding like on ice skates, and I know it's a beta. Great, it's a we, beta, we it. and the game was supposed to come out like next month. Instead, it's coming out in two months, and it still has a pretty. A, it, it won't be ready by then. Yeah, and I I don't want to do a Battlefield Four again. See what they what they need to do. Because of the way people play the Battlefield games, what they need to do is put some things in the game that keep people in check on purpose. Like, for instance, like they, I get what they're trying to do with the, the supply areas, but like the supply area near a flag should be something like we take it over. Yes. And when the flag, and when then the flag it's yours. changes, when the flag changes, then it, then it pops up and it's mine. Yes. Cause, and then their job is to destroy it. And then we can't get re and, and then Correct. maybe, a, maybe a mission is they knock it out and now we can't resupply. Yeah. Right. Yep. That's, that's how you make the game a little bit more interesting. And on top of that, the spawn camping, because of people already, even in the beta, they learned where you spawned in your spawn areas. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So all the guns that they always have laying around in your home area that nobody ever goes on, I think should be, be controlled by NPC players that don't give any score to them if they kill them. But when someone comes within range, 
the guns start shooting. You know what I mean? Like the cannon starts firing, the machine gun starts going. And so that at least that way the people in the home area know that there's somebody nearby. We know. Right. right? And yes, for fun, those guys can shoot those guys off the guns to stop them from being shot at, but they don't get points from them. Right. Otherwise, it'd be a sniper there just picking him off, waiting for the spawn to come, right. and he's just killing an NPC all day. But there are ways around it. There's ways to make the battlefield feel like a battle. Like, I, I, I don't understand why you couldn't run over any of the cars. You're in a fucking Tiger tank, right? You're, you're, you're hitting a 1947 Ford, and it, it stops you from going. Like, you should just be able to crush the car. Yeah, there, there was times we— I don't understand what's going post, on. A fence post. We couldn't get through a fence post. You can right, go through the, the fence... middle of the fence, but you couldn't go through the fence post. I was like, okay. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. So, speaking of that game to the next one, right? We're going to talk about Call of Duty Blackout. Right. I've been watching a lot of people play this. I was watching Dr. Disrespect, and I saw his eyes lit up, light up when he started playing it. I was like, oh, man, he's found his game. He used to work for he used to work for Activision. He designed some uh, some maps for, I believe, uh, was it was it uh, World at War? I think he did, I, I believe. Um, anyway, I was watching that game, and I said this before. I said if Call of Duty hits this BR, it was Advanced Warfare? Okay. Um, like if they can hit this BR and nail it, it's going to be golden because the reason Fortnite is so popular right now, okay, is because everyone and their mother, okay, um, is, is playing from the ages of like eight years old all the way up to our age. Okay. Of 40 years old. Okay. Everyone's liking it because it's. It's not a realistic game. It's a fun kind of relaxed game. It's the most popular game. Uh, a lot of people watch because of, of Twitch and Mixer or whatever else, okay? Because they have nothing to go towards. Now, okay, because people didn't really like PUBG because it was glitchy, right? It was glitchy. It was realistic. It was good, okay? But for a year and a half, it was an alpha. It was beta. They just started it. The reason they started it is from other games, that they stole from, from DZ, from H1Z1. Like, the guy left that company to go start his own company and then made this game, right? So, Fortnite decided to go, wait a minute. These guys just started. They only had two years. We did it as in 12 weeks, 15 weeks, whatever it was, to make their, their, their battle royale, but they worked in their game for six years. Well, Call of Duty's been working on Call of Duty for 17 years, okay? All the assets, all the, the backgrounds, the vehicles, the guns, the characters, everything is done. All they have to do is go, let's get that file and bring it in over here. We'll update it and do a high res to it, blah, 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 for 4K or whatever, okay? It's it's there. So Call of Duty is getting stale. You can look at their sales numbers over years. They're still making millions and millions of dollars, millions of copies sold every year, but they took a big chunk over the last, last three games didn't really do very good, okay? So Activision looks at it and goes, well, wait a minute. How can we how can we do this? Well, you see that Fortnite game? That Fortnite game is doing the BR and so is PUBG. This is really popular. What about if we did this with us? Because we already have the assets. And they're like, that's actually a good idea. We don't have the manpower to do that and single player. So let's cut the single player. And I understand what they did because single player people buy and they buy it. They play it. And that's it. They put the most work towards the single player. And then people run through it eight hours, ten hours, and they're done. If that, four, six, eight hours, and they're done. The The multiplayer is what's popular about it, and it's the small maps. But that's it. The map is that. With this big map, okay, with all the assets from all the games, from everything they have. 
they've only taken bits and pieces so far, and it looks gorgeous. It runs smooth. It's 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 optimized. It's like fantastic. Then on top of this, Call of Duty has never been about their vehicles, ever. Okay, like in the in the story missions, you get to ride an ATV or a boat or a helicopter, but it's like a preset type of thing. You're always on the back shooting, trying to escape. Okay, now they can actually put these these vehicles into this world. Okay, so now you've just changed it. They they are pivoting. They're pivoting. Call of Duty's like. People are stale with Call of Duty because all we do is the same thing. Single player, this, what are we doing? We're advanced warfare. Oh, we're flying in space now. We're doing all this stuff. Uh, there's zombies. They've decided to make this Blackout Royal Rumble or Battle Royale, sorry. And let me tell you, man, I'm not a big Call of Duty fan, but I can see an appeal for this because the map is gigantic, okay? You got, like, squirrel suits. You got all the weapons. The weapons feel good. The hitboxes are so good. Right, it's just fun. You can ride, you can fly the vehicles, you can drive the vehicle, uh, the the vehicles on the ground and the air and the boats. It's fantastic. Okay, here's where I see it happening now. Fortnite's changing all the time. Fortnite's changing all the time. Right, they're making new assets, changing the map around. Call of Duty can do the exact same thing. Right, they can go, oh, oh, uh, we didn't use the stuff from Call of Duty One. Let's put that, let's put that uh that tank depot over in this section now. Bam, they put it there. It changes all the time. They can make a little story plot just like Fortnite can, okay? We're doing different things. Oh, your mission this week is to take over the the uh, the warehouse in this district. And then you can go over there and try to get certain things over there and you get extra points, whatever. They can constantly make this game change just like Fortnite's doing with their game. And the best part is they don't have to keep making the studio make a same fucking bullshit game Every year coming out with a new Call of Duty, all they have to do is keep this one game, okay, and constantly change it over time. Constantly change it over time. Bigger maps, different maps, different things, wide open. Now all of a sudden, Call of Duty has turned into Battlefield as far as map size, okay? Now now I'm like, well, now I'm listening because I like the Battlefield, battlefield sizes of all the stuff, okay? Now as far as with the microtransactions and the skins and stuff, obviously that's there, but that's, that's their... That's their ticket. Activision's like, oh, how do we make more money? Call of Duty is not making as much money as for us. See what Fortnite and PUBG are doing. Call of Duty fans are Call of Duty fans. And all of them right now are playing either PUBG or Fortnite. Okay? I can guarantee you when this game releases that one-third of Fortnite's population will never touch Fortnite again. And they will go over to Call of Duty and just no-life it. Okay, they're going to be like, oh, Call of Duty, Blackout, I'm here. And they're going to sit there, and they're never going to leave, right? That's your older gamers, though. That's between, like, your ages, like, and I say older. I'm talking about teenagers, like 15 to your, like, 20-year-olds are going to leave Fortnite because it's a kid's game. It's cartoony, whatever. They like their Call of Duty game. They're going to shift on over back to Call of Duty, and that's where they're going to be, okay? The 8-year-olds to the 12 to the to the 14-year-olds, you'll, you'll get a mix. Some of them will go to Call of Duty, but the most of them will be in Fortnite. I think they're doing a really good pivot point here in changing directions of the game. I give credit to Activision for doing what they're doing, right? They got zombies in there. They've taken the H1Z1 method of putting zombies in the world. They've taken the 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 PUBG, put it in the world. They've also taken a little bit of the fun, all right? Cuz you could have fun in inside the thing. You could take your vehicle and slam it on the ground and do, and do whatever. Of Fortnite without the building mechanic. I see, and this is my speculation and my speculation alone. I didn't get this from anywhere, okay? I think what they're going to do is they're going to take Call of Duty. 
they're going to turn it into a BR mode. This is what this is what it's going to be. You're not going to see a Call of Duty come out every single year. If this is successful, they're going to they're going to keep this Call of Duty and just change it, change it up all the time. Activision is going to buy the IP of Destiny from Bungie. I said this before on a podcast. I said Bungie is going to sell it to Activision. Activision is going to take it over. Um, Activision is going to take this IP of Destiny, and this is their new Call of Duty every year. Okay, Call of Duty as we know it right now will change into this format of Battle Royale, microtransactions. They're going to make a shit ton of money off of this. And every year, they won't release a Call of Duty. Right? They might release a new pack. It's a free map. But that has new skins. And you can get your favorite skin from Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, whatever, and customize it or whatever. They can have that's what they're gonna do. Okay. They're gonna turn Destiny into the new Call of Duty where it comes out every year. It's got a single player. Okay. It's got the multiplayer. It's got an evolving story. Okay. It kind of already set, which you couldn't do in Modern Warfare, right? Because you're really just doing history. And then doing spin-off of like story plots within the in the history of like World War One or Modern War. Okay, now it's this fantasy world that you're in, and they can make the story as they go. And they still have their Call of Duty brand, which is gigantic, and they also have Destiny now, which is the new Call of Duty, right? Because now it's it's it sounds like a good theory. So <clears throat> that's what I think. And then Bungie's gonna go off, make the game that they want to make on their own, because they want to be publishers themselves. But I think right. Activision is doing a very smart thing here where they're they're making they're making the pivot. They're like, Call of Duty's a little stale. Not many people are buying it. They have all this other competition out there. What can we do? Well, we have all this stuff. Well, we have all these assets already here. So why don't we just put them in this and, and, and compete in the battle royale realm? And I think they're well, gonna I think also, I think they're gonna be the top two. I think they're gonna break they're gonna be one also of them. how long does Battle Royale stay around for? That's what that really means. I think if Call of Duty is successful, Battle Royale is a staple. It'll stay around. It'll be a game mode, just like capture the flag and everything. Okay, and it'll be a standalone game, just like first-person shooters when they first came in, MOBAs, all these things. Everyone's like, "Oh, this won't, this won't make it. This won't make it." And then all of a sudden, it does. This is a new genre that's appeared, and now a AAA studio is, I think, going to do this battle royale justice and right. Because remember, PUBG was an independent studio. Epic never tried anything in that before. They're a AAA studio. With all the with Gears of War and stuff that they've done, okay, but it's a different type of battle royale game. And Call of Duty, I think, right now is like, well, Battlefield's not going to do it because Battlefield is always about squads, right? You can do squads in Call of Duty, but at the same time, they've always been known. Battlefield's been known for squad based, which they are doing a battle royale, but it's not a standalone game. It's just a game mode. Call of Duty's double down. I think they're doing this, and this is what they're going to be doing for for the for the future. I just I just don't know if you can continue on with a franchise just doing BR every year. I think it might get stale. They don't they don't have to sell BR though. They're they're just changing the map. They're they're constantly evolving the game you're playing. So technically, you you buy the sixty dollar game and it's it's evolving over the time. I don't know. We'll see what happens with it. But um. Sea of Thieves, the Forsaken Shores. Let me see. I actually actually have a. Let's see this. We'll make it. Uh... Does that does that mean there's rowboats now? Yeah, rowboats are coming. 
That's the first thing you see. But where do you keep the rowboat on your boat? Uh, you have to find it in the world, and it tows behind your boat. The devil's Oh, is the volcano gonna blow up now, huh? It's a whole new region. It's a whole new region. The reason the rowboat's in the game is because the water around the islands get too hot and you boil. So you have to get in the rowboat to, to not boil to death. Is there a sound to this? Because I got my sound up. I don't hear nothing. Yeah, there should be sound. You guys don't hear it? I don't hear it. Doesn't mean it doesn't exist, though. Oh, you know what? Uh, oh, yeah, it's coming through. It keeps cutting in and out. So September 19th, that's next week, comes out. Uh, I'm going to jump back in, check it out, see what it is. Um, a theme with Sea of Thieves and with all these games, the online service games, I find myself in a weird spot, right? Like, all these games I really love to play, but I have no one to play them with, right? Because a lot of the people that I play with have their own lives, and there's so many games out, and not everyone can get on at the same time. And even when you have one person to play with, it's just not as efficient as if you're playing with a, a full a full crew so i i really i'm really missing out on on sea of thieves because i want to play it but at the same time i don't have that 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 full crew to do it i know you play sea of thieves dude it's always me and you when we do play um like i i wish there was more people that enjoyed the game as much as i did as far as I thought, I'd be playing it more. I don't play it as as enough as I did. I, I just wait well, for because these... you got sucked back into Destiny. Well, Destiny now. Before that, it was No Man's Sky. Before that, it was another. It was another game that grabbed my attention. Right soon, Red Dead Two will come out, and I'll be playing that. Right until probably I'll be juggling between Red Dead, No Man, and uh, and Destiny till the end of the year, because there's not really another game that's coming out. <clears throat> Now I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where I'm gonna go when the volcano blows. Um, you're gonna you're gonna run. You're gonna try to hide, <laughs> or you're gonna die. That's that's basically it. Um, I'm really interested in that. Uh, what the update though is bringing? It's bringing in uh, a whole new shore. It's bringing in the the rowboats. It's bringing in uh, the curse. They've changed the inventory system. So when you go up to a barrel, a whole menu system appears up there, and you can put multiple things in there. Because now there's curse cannonballs, there's regular cannonballs. You can grab certain cannonballs and certain things. You can still only carry a certain amount, but for the most part, it's 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 pretty interesting the way they're developing the game. Like I said, six months down the road, at the end of the year, this game is going to be a full fledged game uh, going forward. That's it. All I wanted to say about uh, the thieves. Fallout. I didn't really read the article that Duplass sent me, but I'm going to read it to you right now as far as what to expect. We're getting close. The beta is coming. We're like three weeks away from the open beta. We don't know when it's getting released to everybody else. 
Um, we do know that the the RPG in the game uh, for where the where it's set, right? It's in Virginia. It's in a vault. You're going to be able to uh, be in a squad of four. You're going to be able to move your camp. You know that the it's it's opt in PvP. Uh, let's see. There's not going to be quest lines from NPCs. There's going to be like the voice boxes and stuff like that. There's not going to be any human human players. So the only humans are the ones playing the game. Only humans are what's playing the game. Uh, the world is four times larger than Fallout 4's play space, which is mind-boggling to me. And it's brought to life with 16 times graphical fidelity. So it's the same engine, but it looks crisper and sharper. Okay? Uh, almost still, means, still means old engine. Right. <laughs> almost everything you engage with nets your experience points. After enough experience you accumulate, you will eventually level up. Bethesda doesn't want you to pull a level cap doesn't want to put a level cap on the game, as it tends to reward players well for reaching level milestones. When you first start out, uh, you leave the vault and you'll reach level two. At this point, you'll ask to pick up the special ability. Uh, when you increase your special uh, for strength, you know, basically Fallout. Okay. After one of these is selected, a player picks which perks they would like to assign for a particular trait, and you give those points to strength. And you can add to either Gladiator card or you give ten point boost to one handed melee weapons. Whatever you want to spec out your guy out. I'm interested in seeing how this works when we when we start playing. Uh, there's there's hundreds of cards, Howard says, uh, and they all rank up into a gold versions of each one, right? And then you can have multiples, so I can have a gold version of it, and I can also have a silver version of it, right? So it's lot it costs less points to put on your on your spec tree, so you can spec your guy out differently. Um, cards are obtained and not through microtransactions. There are no microtransactions. Uh, through the leveling process, so you don't have to worry about microtransactions. Um, playing with friends, you can play up to three of your with three of your friends, so four in the group total. Uh, up to four people can play in a team up together. All content factors in a group dynamic, even quests. The team leader can queue up a mission, which every party member sees and can engage with, uh, if they choose so. Should you get separated from your friends or need to travel great distances, you can uh, to your settlement or hub, resupply your gear, and you can immediately fast travel back to any one of your teammates. Fallout experience is a bit harsher in terms of how the world is structured. It's more in zone game mode, level jump, or over previous stuff, Howard says. Some of the feedback we've gotten so far is we're just going to run across the map. I died. I It got hard. There's a reason for that. We have higher level zones. That's not to say that the game won't factor into your level. If you enter a zone, things may spawn between the levels 40 and 60, depending on your level. If you enter an area at a low level, well, you're in for a hell of a fight. If you are in a group where the first player is set the level ranges, uh, if that player leaves the area, the next player in changes that level. Bethesda says the game is divided into six regions, but wouldn't be specific uh, uh, for each one. Howard did say uh, cranberry bogs are really, really hard. While teams are limited to just four, you can technically play with other players on your system's list. Uh, you can't you can't just group up with them. So technically, the whole server holds like 16 people, and all 16 people can be together. So you can have four groups of, you know what I mean? I just I just find it I find it bizarre that it's only 16 people per server, and yet the map is four 24, times 24, bigger. Sorry, 24. Sorry, uh, 24. Okay, well, still 24 people on a map four times as large as as Fallout 4. I can have 24 people in Fallout 4 and be completely okay with that. Like, 24 people on that map should be fine. Now you have four times bigger, and you only got 24 people? What what kind of shit's going on in this game? Well, there's a lot to explore. You're going to be doing a lot of stuff. 
I don't think people are going to be... I don't think people are going to be uh, ganking people left and right. There's going to be a lot of stuff to explore, and you're going to get lost into your whatever part of the world you're in. You know what I'm saying? And you're leveling up stuff. It's basically it's basically going to be like like World of Warcraft, right? But without the quest givers. Well, no, there's still quest and givers, I, and I can and I yeah, but they're not they're not people. They're, they're computers things, and yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So I get to I get to explore the world with the with the possibility of somebody coming over and starting trouble with me, even though I can ignore them. Correct. You can actually block them out. You can take yourself off the map and you see nobody. Like, they can't see you or harm you, right? So you can play by yourself in a world with other people there. So you can be a saint or a murderer, it says here. Every person at Bethesda I talk to says that the scariest moment in Fallout 76 is hearing a gunshot off in the distance. Uh, you don't know if it's another player, Howard says. Do you, do, do you investigate uh, the origin of the shot or run away from it? Uh, if you have to encourage the investigation where the shot came from, it ends up being another player. You can use a chat wheel to communicate with them on a basic way, or you have a headset and talk verbally through them through proximity chat. Proximity. Okay. okay. Uh, vectors receive a cap reward based on their level. If you lose and you feel like you have a fair better, uh, you can fare better the next time, you can seek revenge for double the reward. If someone kills you, yet you, ne you never engage in combat, they are going to be uh, in a world of hurt, uh, we'd like to turn it into a dramatic moment, Howard says. Uh, the crowd during QuakeCon panel, uh, the players kill somebody and didn't want to engage. He becomes a wanted murderer. They get no rewards, no caps, no XP, nothing for becoming a wanted murderer, except for a social incentive of people having online to be assholes. <laughs> right? So, I kill you. You come back to try to kill me. I kill you again. Okay? I either let you kill me to get revenge... Or I kill you, and then I become a murderer. Okay, and then everyone out, everyone on the map is out, out to get me. So that that's that's the benefit, right? Well, it's fun for him because then he then he gets target practice. Right. Whatever. Right. Yeah, but but when you reach a certain point, you gotta remember you, you you're thinking about this as as beginner level game. When you reach a certain point, you got badass weapons. You're not gonna give a shit. You're gonna just keep shooting people, hoping they come after you because you want the target practice. Like right? that's 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 what that's, you're gonna do. But that's why there's a feature where you can just ignore people, right? Um, it says rebuilding America. The best way to survive Fallout 76 is to build a settlement, rich in workbench, farm fields, and harvests. Harvesters, you can build your home almost anywhere, but scenic view may not be the best location as you gain more benefits placing it near a resource de uh, deposit. So there's there's deposits around the area that you have to make machines to to farm the stuff. Well. If I want that stuff and you're on that spot, I have to attack you to get your shit out of there, blow up your factory, and then I can place mine down and then put up defense turrets to defend my stuff. That's cool, right? Or if you have a deposit, I can come up to you and be like, hey, I have uh, such and such. You want to trade? I need some deposits. You're like, yeah, sure. Let's do it. You know what I mean? Like you set yourself. Once again, I believe that this is a testing ground for this type of game. I think it's, it's gonna be an, cool. It, it's it's open world Fallout, like open world live Fallout. It's gonna be interesting. Each player builds one home base, and there is also a public workshop space. You can all uh, you'll come across. Howard says they almost feel like event zones. If a space you can take over has uh, a lot of supplies, you and the people on your team can build there. Uh, there's gameplay and resource generations that the enemy waves that attack these spots. This camp is a temporary, however. When you leave, another team can roll in and claim it as their own. As you begin to level up, 
and your base is flush with resources, you won't worry about hunger, the thirst, as much anymore. But basically, a master that system. You can find yourself moving on to the next danger, like radiation and toxic air. So there's basically you're you're going to be leveling up, going, okay, we're done here. You can leave. Another settlement can come along and go, hey, look, there's a town here already, and they can start taking it over. You start coming back and like coming back to your house, and they've already popped a squat in your bit in, in your place and then that they're defending it i think it's gonna be interesting i think it's very gonna be very very interesting to watch on uh that comes out november 14th october it's supposed to be early access the beginning of october uh i already pre-ordered because i want to get in the testing stage because i want to get in early as possible because i i want to play this game i want to play this game so i only pre-ordered because of the, of the of the early access otherwise i wouldn't have pre-ordered otherwise i would try to get in on the early access regardless but uh I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to this. Uh, next story. Just in case you guys didn't know, I'm not a big fan of Apple anymore. But Apple came out with uh, new phones. They came out with the iPhone XS uh, with a Super Retina display in two sizes. A12 Bionic chip. I don't know what that is. Advanced Face ID and a breakthrough dual camera system with depth control. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I believe can I view pricing. Here it is. 1099 and 999. Uh, be right back. We're making updates to the Apple store. Oh, it won't let me. They don't want to see the price. I it's, oh, it's like 799 for the, the low the end two, one. The two new ones, the two new ones. One is, one is like 899 and the one's 1099. Super retina. I love, is this Johnny? Is he, is he doing this? Let me see. The iPhone X yeah. described our vision for the future of the smartphone. That's what Today, we're extending that vision with significant advances across three entirely new products. iPhone XS, iPhone XS Max, and iPhone XR. iPhone XS is completely Uncompromising. Super the Retina? Expansive, super better than Retina. Display super with retina. OLED delivers vivid brightness. It burns a hole through the back of your head. And high dynamic range content. iPhone XS Max has the largest display ever on an iPhone. Custom developed stainless steel is precisely machined to create structural bands in three finishes including new gold with even better water and dust resistance this structure I, is integrated just, with the most durable glass just to get this shot is ridiculous right because they had to take a whole crew uh, and a drone or a helicopter they had to put this girl on a middle of a dune in the middle of a desert to get this shot i from a from a from a filmmaker point of view <laughs> It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous of holding a cell phone. There's no, there's no dialogue or anything going on for here. For a smartphone. Face ID, enabled by the True Depth camera system, reinvents the way to securely unlock, log in, and pay with only a glance. Now it's even faster. The A12 Bionic chip is the smartest and most powerful chip ever in a smartphone. Its next-generation neural engine dedicates machine learning to everything from augmented reality to photography. With a more advanced dual camera system and neural engine, 
iPhone is again taking us to a new era of photography, where even more capable sensors are combined with lenses, chips, and advanced software delivering smart HDR across your photos, creating images like never before. Portrait mode on both the back camera and front true depth camera now features more nuanced, software-enhanced, adjustable depth of field. 4K video with better low light performance and extended dynamic range now records in stereo and your content plays back in widened stereo. It's amazing stereo that everyone sound. has a television camera iPhone in their pocket now. Integrates the same breakthrough technologies. It's powered by the same pictures of people in Walmart <laughs> as the same versatile true depth camera with the same advanced 4K face desert. ID. An entirely new range of finishes are enabled by precision machined structural aluminium bands, anodized to complement an all-glass enclosure. The all-screen liquid retina display is the most advanced LCD in a smartphone and the most color accurate in the industry. A new backlight design allows the display to extend into the radius corners, enabling a larger LCD than ever before. So if I hold the phone up the to my face like this, like a seven-story building. Combined with machine learning, allows iPhone XR to recognize people, map subjects, and add depth. The depth of field is adjustable, so you can take more dramatic portraits. There's no light to these pictures, just to let you know. That's, that's Our just from the phone. Uncompromised vision for the future. iPhone XS and iPhone XS Max. And with a range of new finishes offering more choice to more people, iPhone XR. Dramatic. Dramatic. So, it's, it's ridiculous, though. These things are $799. Uh, up to twelve hundred, I think it's twelve ninety nine. I believe ten ninety nine. Ten ninety nine. Is it ten ninety nine? So it's, you can file your taxes, is what you're saying. It's the ten ninety nine. If if you're a freelance worker, yeah. This is something I'm not interested in. I I have a I have the the eight eight S Pro, whatever the fuck it's whatever whatever. It is. I don't even know what this is. What 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 phone is this? <laughs> what what phone is this? this Eight plus. There you go. Like, I don't, it doesn't matter to me. I don't care that the OLED retina display that burns a hole in the back of my head because I'm, uh, I, I, I don't need a, it's a small screen. Let's just say it's a small screen. If you want crisp picture, go, go to a monitor, go, go watch TV, go to a movie theater. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous to me. But it's, it's amazing to me though, that the quality of the, the camera just 10 years ago, no one owned a camera in their pocket, and we had to carry a phone and a camera. And now everyone just carries it in their in their freaking pocket. It's a TV grade, like super HD quality 4K picture in your pocket. It's absolutely amazing. That's the technology that I'm. It doesn't matter if it's iPhone or you know, Android, whatever. God bless America. Yeah. <clears throat> you have an iPhone X, and I love how crisp it looks. Mine looks crisp. I mean, but again, are you comparing yours to, to another one? You know what I mean? Um, other than that, we're, we're only, what, a month and a half, four weeks? I think we're four weeks out from Red Dead Redemption. 
I really have not much to say about it. I just wanted to know, is this a day one purchase for you? No, you're, you're going to hold out. What, what does a game have to have, Sarge, to bring you in, right? This is a single-player game, right? You like single-player games? I don't, I, I don't jump anymore, man. So, so there's no game out there that you, you look at and you're like, you know what? I'm going to get this game. This, this game is my purchase for this year. No game no games coming out for you? I mean, it, it's, it's got to hold my attention, man. It's just, I, 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 I've seen everything. I've played everything. Unless it's got something, a new hook on it, something that makes me want to play it, then I like I'll play it, but I'm not all googly eyed just because some new game comes down the pike. Like, first of all, where is it going? Like, I, Red Dead comes out, okay, it's out. If I don't play it the first week, it comes out. Am I behind? Am I going to lose against somebody? Like, no. 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 I I want to see what it is, what's new, what are they doing. I trust nobody anymore. I trust no developers. I trust no publishers anymore. I've been burned too many times. I, I wait to see what the product is. Is it good? Is it not? Is it worth it? Okay, I'll purchase it. That's all. It's got nothing. I, I, I just don't have that crazed, frothy mouth anymore. Like, oh, God, God, God. Like, I, like I, I'm driving. Yeah, I didn't understand I'm one word of that. to GameStop. It's midnight for a midnight release. Like, I don't, I don't care. I just don't care. So I know this will get you going, Sarge. So there, there's reports. There's reports. Uh, I don't even care about that. The topic of censoring, censoring uh, certain words in their in their chat. That's that's fine. Um, so Henry Cavall, the guy who plays Superman, is he's casted as Garol in Witcher, the Netflix series that's coming out. He's gonna be okay. he's gonna be playing him. So obviously, because he's playing that character, he doesn't know if he could fit another Superman in his schedule, right? Okay. So they're talking about that he is going to be leaving as, as playing Superman. Okay? okay. And one of the guys that came up to replace him, did you see Black Panther? Yes. Remember the villain? Uh, what's yes. his name? Michael B. Jordan, I think his name yes. is. He's up for the role of Superman. Now, I don't have an issue because there is, there is a story, a comic book series with a black Superman, a guy from Krypton or whatever. But my question to you is, why, why does the media keep taking stuff like this and putting it out there as far as, like, they want to make Thor a girl, right? They they want to change Spider-Man. They want to change Superman. They change the Ghostbusters to women. Uh, the, the Terminator, the new Terminator is a woman, Right. Why must they take stuff that's already out and remake it in a different race or style or, you know what I'm saying? Like, can you imagine if, if Wizard of Oz was remade, okay, but instead of having a girl, it was a gay man, right? And they just changed the whole, the whole thing of, of, Wizard of well, first Oz. of all, first of all, the songs would be a lot better. Right, right, absolutely. Okay, right. the singing, the singing would be fantastic, would, and the and the choreography would be fantastic. Would people as well. be okay with that? Is what I'm saying. Well, it's it's it, first of all, it's not a question if people are okay with it or not. No, the reason why it's, the movie studios keep doing this is because they want controversy. 
right? Because right. there's 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 literally no reason for you to change a staple from something that was created a long time ago as a creation of of the people who did it then to do it under a different race or different sex for the sake of doing it. It's just right. all that you know for a fact it's going to cause upheaval, social upheaval between between classes on purpose. They want to do it on purpose. There if you want to make a movie with a guy, just make up another guy. Everybody was ever everybody ever created right now that you guys know about was made up. They were made up. Right. Right? So just make up somebody else. That's what I understand. Let's let's move on. But they want the controversy. They want they want blacks fighting whites. They want guys fighting girls. They want gays fighting lesbians. They want they want everyone at each other's throats for something that's supposed to be sacred to them. Like I grew up with this. This is what it is. Okay. If you want to make somebody else up, make up a different story. Make up a different thing. Just make up something else. Don't do it for the sake of just doing it because you're out of ideas. Yeah, see, that's what I don't understand, right? Like the artists back then, back in the days when they when they made them, they, that's what they had. They 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 created a guy. They're like, hey, what about if I made a guy that could lift up? Uh, was faster than a speeding bullet? You know, uh, what are we gonna call him? Uh, how about Superman? And then they weren't very original. And that's when they made Spider Man and Iron Man and Batman. It's it's the thing and the man, right? That's what it was because back then men were more predominantly, uh, you know, than than women, right? So they came out with Wonder Woman. Why? They came out with other females. You it, don't you you don't need a female Thor. Right, but that's what I'm saying, it's, right? It's, it's fucking stupid. So like if you made just make up another character. Why don't you why don't they redo Green Lantern and then make it a black guy? Right? Why don't they take other characters that are already that? that are already in the Marvel realm and DC realm that are portrayed by There was, was a black Green right, Lantern. There's there's right. That's what I'm saying. There's an alien guy, there's a black guy, there's a white guy. There's that's they're they're all over the place. But what I'm saying is, why can't the artists nowadays, the illustrators, the people that come up with stuff, okay, create new characters? Why do they have to take the characters that are already around and then make the same character? They're like, oh, you know what? We're going to make Batman a a lesbian. A lesbian. <laughs> right. Just, just to make it. Right. And then people are like, well, why not? Because that character's already created. Like that's his. They want his controversy. Line. I'm telling you, they want it. They want it. They they know. Listen, there, there's first of all, you know the rule. The rule of publicity, right? There's no such thing as bad publicity. Right, right. So right. the fact the fact that they come out with it causes all kinds of talk. People keep talking about it, and then the eventually the group will be like, "Well, I got to go see it because I got to see what they're gonna do." Like it's their self promoting thing, but it causes it causes controversy socially when there doesn't need to be any at I just, all. I just find it weird. Like if I'm a if I'm a comic book artist, writer, illustrator, I, I create comic books. You're telling me you love comics your whole life. You got into the business. And someone's like, "Hey, I want you to make a, a new comic book series." You're like, uh, "I got one. What about if we make a Asian Wonder Woman?" And you're like, "Okay, like, why don't you just make a new character? Why do you have to change a character that's already set? Why don't you just make a brand new character? I'm sure you can come up with a name. There's, I I can't there's literally right at this hundreds moment. Hundreds of characters. Right. Thousands, between, thousands, between thousands DC of characters. And Marvel, right. there's, there's got to be like a, almost a thousand characters. That's what I liked about Black Panther because Black Panther's been around since like 1966, I believe. Okay, and they finally gave him a movie. Right, and they brought him. They brought him to the forefront. They brought him to the forefront, and people saw it and were like, "Oh, this is awesome!" And I get it. Like, 
young children see it and they're like, oh, I want to be, I want to be Black Panther. I want to be, and they want to strive. And the girls want to be like Wonder Woman and stuff. There's literally thousands of characters that have been written in Marvel and DC comics, but yet they focus on the 10. Right, they focus on the ten, and they're like, "Well, we need to change Thor to a woman. We need to change Superman to a black guy. We need to change this to the." And it's like, why? Why do you have to do that? Why do you have to ruin that something that's been around for almost a hundred years? Right, it's almost been a hundred years. For for the sake for the sake of change, they 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 want Just to. The, they're, right. they're trying to they're trying to force diversity into something that doesn't need to be diversity. It's everybody's got their hero. Everyone has the hero for their that that's what it is. I just think it's so I just think it's so I don't weird. I don't understand why they want it, why they why they're looking for controversy. Yeah, I, I just think it's so weird that they do it that way. I I would feel I would feel like really bad if I was an illustrator and comic book artist and, and writer and someone's like, Yeah, you know what? Let's just redo Superman or Batman again. And it's like, wait, I have this cool this cool comic right here that we could do. Like like make another Make another character. There's plenty of characters out there that you could do, but yet they just want to keep messing with it. And I think you're right. I think you're right that they just want to bring it to the forefront to to get the hype, to get the, the reaction, to get people to hate each other, right? To get people That's to get, ang- they, to get angry people... at each other because it starts controversy. I'm sure there'll be comments and stuff like this later. Like, oh, you're racist. Uh, you don't want a black Superman. There was a black Superman. I get it. I get it. But... I don't think black Superman should be called Superman. Like just give him a different name, right? Like Superman was the original guy. And unless he's like passing the torch, which he wouldn't. I mean, well, is it okay? So is it okay then if I get Tom Cruise, we do black Panther? It, no, people would lose their shit. Right. Because I mean, well, let, let's be honest. Well, why, why do you keep messing with stuff? Does Thor, the, Thor, the legend of Thor, the story of Thor, how is it a woman? I just don't know why they just don't name her something different and be like, it's Thor's tell, sister. Tell tell a different story. Right. That's get what I'm your, saying. Get your own story. That's all I'm saying. Just, okay. Just get take a your, story. Get your own story. I don't even care if it's the same story, but the guy is different. Instead of Clark Kent, he could be Rick Scott, Okay, which happens to be my governor of, my, of, of the state I live in. But Rick Scott, he was, he's a mild-mannered mayor, and he's also a superhero. You know what I mean? Like – it's the same it. story. Just, just, just change you know, it. You know, we're running over. We're running over on time, but I want to talk about one more thing. Go ahead. Okay, so the controversy. I know once again, people aren't going to pay attention. They don't give a shit about it, but we're going to talk about it. Okay, so the controversy between Belgium giving oh, right. EA. Holy shit! Right? I totally forgot about this. Yeah, Belgium, Belgium giving EA the ultimatum of take out the loot boxes or be prosecuted. EA took a hard stance and said, no, we're going to take our chances. So now so now Belgium is prosecuting EA, and I think EA is countering with a lawsuit. This could be huge. So now this now you guys have to you guys have to remember this is a very serious thing. Okay. And this is how serious it is. The reason why EA is taking a hard stance is because they know that if Belgium gets away with it, that other countries will follow and EA's profits will dry up like a fucking pond in the desert. Okay, because it'll be gambling to children across the entire world over a period of a year or two where everybody starts getting laws. And so EA has to fight it right now. EA has to fight it right now and try to prove to the Belgian government that they're not trying to sell shit to children. They're not trying to do gambling to children. This is going to be a precedent that is going to change gaming. Okay, you guys need to keep up on this stuff. I would seriously start reading up on it if you guys haven't read up on it. I said, because this is a big deal. 
This is huge. EA basically gave the finger to the Belgian government and said, no, we're going to keep selling loot boxes. So that's your, your, basically what's saying now is our company for the United States gave the finger to a, a, a independent government on their laws for their own country, right? And personally, Belgium doesn't give a shit, like, because it's their country. They're protecting their own people. They're protecting that's their, what Belgium, their children, right. right. That's, the, that's, the, that's the job of the government is to protect its own people. So Belgium is doing it. Belgium is working on protecting their people. And so EA says, no, go fuck yourself. We're going to sell loot boxes. I can't wait to see what happens here, man. I, the I, precedent, it, it, listen, if EA wins, loot boxes are going to be everywhere, okay? They're going to fall out of trees. You won't even be able to take a shit without paying for a loot box, either wet wipe or dry wipe, okay? This is a big deal. This is a big deal. Here, here's keep, the, keep tabs, people. Thing, keep tabs. Right? So the, a lawyer out there decided uh, that that this could be a possible case, right? It's like, yeah, let's sue the let's sue the sue the country. Okay, how are they how are they going to make how are they going to make people believe that they're not selling blue gambling to children? That's what I can't wait to see. They but they're going to have to have the best lawyer on the planet. So let's just say EA though, has to have the best lawyer on the planet. Let's just, well, they have a lot of money, so they could they can get a lot of people, a lot of lawyers. Let's just say EA wins, right? You can kiss you can kiss video games goodbye. Yeah, that's exactly right. Right, because if right. EA if EA has a has an inkling and they win, you think they might get destroyed, but I think we might be all be wrong here. Right, they're suing because they think they have a shot. Right, they're trying they're trying to grasp. They're like, wait a minute, we have no ideas. We we need these loot boxes, otherwise we have to right. keep making Madden and it's going to be boring again and right. FIFA. Right, so I have to I have to say, if EA wins. Blizzard took their loot boxes out. Two K. Everybody took, else did. Everyone Everybody took their loot boxes did. out of their of their of, of Belgium. Yep. But if this happens and EA wins, everyone's like, "Nope, let's go for it." They're gonna throw loot boxes back in and double down. They're gonna double down, right? And then the ga the gaming industry is gonna be in a shitstorm. You're gonna see everything and everything try to become a, a loot box. Yeah. Because then they decided it's not gambling, it's not hurting hurting the children or anything like that. Right, it's going to be pretty crazy. However, if if Belgium wins, okay, that will be the end of loot boxes. Because right, because eventually everyone will start citing. Well, if Belgium doesn't want their kids gambling, why are you letting your kids gamble? That will be that will be the slogan, and then everybody will slowly start changing over. I, I'm concerned. I don't think EA can win, but I'm still concerned. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. It, this doesn't seem like a big issue right now. Right. You guys think this is nothing. But it's huge. This is a huge deal. It's a huge deal. Huge. Yeah. So we'll we'll keep an eye out on that and ears open. Uh, that's it. That's episode 143 in the can. Generation X Gaming is a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. We're here live every single Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, you can watch past broadcasts on YouTube uh, on 30 and Still Gaming. You can listen to the podcast. It'll be up by noon tomorrow um, on the iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. Uh, it's always it's always uh, always up there. Make sure you hit a review on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. Leave a, leave leave your notes up there. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, make sure you follow Sarge at Sarge McCluskey at Sarge McCluskey on Twitter. Make sure you follow me at Thirty and Still Gaming on Twitter. 
Make sure you follow the show at Jen underscore X underscore gaming. And if you want to submit a news story, go to over to 30 and Still Gaming's Discord channel. And you can go to the section where it says submitting stories for Generation X Gaming. Uh, if we use your story, I'll give you credit. Thank you very much for Santos and Santos uh, for giving us the stories. Uh, did I use a story for you from you, Brain, this week? I think I did. If not, I appreciate you guys submitting stories. I do appreciate it very much. Thank you very much. Uh, we are streaming State of Decay 2 tonight after the stream. We're going to be doing the DLC of that. Uh, so right after the show, we're going to take a small little break. And then we'll be back. Uh, the channel stay live. But we'll take a break uh, in a little bit. I appreciate you guys hanging out. Thanks for watching. See you on the next one. Take care, guys. See you next week. They're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.